Blog Talk Radio.
Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless your people, Lord. I pray that you will bless your people, Lord, through this message, Lord Jesus, that you will speak to your life, Lord Jesus, according to the need of your people, Lord, whatever they're going through, Lord Jesus. I ask you, Lord, to bless them through this message and speak to the life, Lord. Help those that are struggling, Lord Jesus, to focus on you through this message. In Jesus' name, mighty Lord, mighty God. Thank you. Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Tower. Praise you, Lord. I hope God will speak to your life through this message in a special way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I hope he'll minister to you in a special way. Thank you, Lord, because I've been ministered by God this week in a special way. And I hope that you also will be ministered by the Lord in a special way. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to start this message Hallelujah. In Isaiah 55, 
Isaiah 55, verse 4, praise the Lord, said, Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. And, and here it's God talking about his son, Jesus. This is the Father talking about his son, Jesus. Behold, I have given him for a witness, a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. We we have a commander-in-chief, which is Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. According to Isaiah 55, 4. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. A captain, according to the dictionary, a commander is under, according to the dictionary, in regard to the Navy, a commander, hallelujah, a, a, a lieutenant commander is below a captain. So he had to submit to the order of the captain. And we know God is the captain, brothers and sisters, of Jesus Christ. He sets at the right hand of the Father until he put his enemy under his feet, the word of God teaches us. So uh, God is the captain, and, and Jesus is submitted to the Father. Thank you, Lord. Although he's God, he is God for sure. So in Isaiah 55, start saying this way, Oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the water, and he that hath no money, come ye and buy any, uh, yea, Come by with by wine and milk, without money and without price. That that salvation, uh, salvation is free from God, brothers and sisters. God is going to give us salvation. I apologize, people are calling me right when I'm recording. Praise you, Lord. Uh, God is going to give us hallelujah, salvation or gives us salvation through Jesus Christ for free, without any money. It is free. You just have to receive Christ in your life as your personal Savior. Confess Him and believe in your heart that He died on the cross and was raised on the third day according to the Word, and thou shall be saved. The Word of God teaches us in, in, in uh, Romans 10, 10, 8, 9, and 10. Praise you, Lord. Uh, so Isaiah 52, 55, 2 says, Why did you spend money for that which is no bread? And I, I'm conscious of this verse. When I'm spending money on something that I... I believe I need, and if not, and it's not food. I think about this <clears throat> that sometimes we spend money on that which is no bread, and God wants our money to be well spent and preferable bread than anything else. That's what it says here. After you give your tithes and offering, bread will be the second things where God wants you to spend your money. That's Isaiah fifty-five two. Why did you spend? Money to that which is no bread. Why? Because we need to eat. Our family need to eat. The poor need to eat. We can support them with money. They can eat. Praise the Lord. More people spend more money on gifts, car houses, and things that are no bread. And that is very dangerous in life. Amen. And your labor for that which satisfy not. Again, a lot of people are busy on labor, just making money, but it's not it's not honest money. But if you work for God, for the kingdom, it is honest. Hallelujah. It's a label that glorifies God, and it gives you joy. Uh, your labor for that which satisfy. Now, doing any other kind of labor you can do, but if you're not doing it for God, you will not be happy. Or if you're not doing it with God, if you're not doing what God wants you to be doing, you're not going to be satisfied. 
you're not going to be happy. Hearken diligently unto me, says the Lord there. We, we need to hearken to the, diligently unto the Lord. We need to be repenting every day, seeking the Lord every day. Brothers and sisters, it is a must in these last days. Praise the Lord. It is a great thing for us to be seeking the Lord, to live under the fear of God. The fear of the Lord is where we need to be living, brothers and sisters. And easy that which is, which is good, hallelujah, and let your soul delight itself in factness. In other words, let your soul delight in the Lord. Let your soul, hallelujah, receive his word. His word is bread. It's life, brothers and sisters. It keeps your soul alive. It keeps your your soul healthy. Thank you, Lord. It, the, when your soul is eating the word, eating from God, it is eating good. I thank you, Lord. And that's what God wants us to be. Not hungry, not lacking the, the food we need from God, from the bread, from the word of God, which is his word. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3. Incline your ear and come to me. See, the luckness in people... Why don't people are lacking all these things? Because they're not coming to the Lord. They might be going to someone else, but not the Lord. And the Lord is saying, no. Hallelujah. Incline your ears. Listen to me. In other words, listen to what my word has to say. And come to me. That's when we humble ourselves to the Lord. And we come to him, seeking for him to help us. Seeking that relationship with Jesus. Here, he says, after he says, come to me, here, one of the number one problems people have today is that no one is listening, no one is hearing, no one is paying attention to the Lord as we should. And that is very dangerous because then we'll keep making mistake and mistake after mistake. And your soul shall live. This is what will keep you alive when you, when you can hear the Lord. Be slow to speak, the Bible said, and fast to hear. We need to hear. But we need to be slow to speak. What people do is talk, 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 but they don't listen. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercy of David. Thank you, Jesus. Yeshua, Jesus came according to David. Why David? Because David had a heart after God's own heart. He had a, a unique relationship with Father like nobody else did. Before him or after him, I believe that uh, only Yeshua Jesus can, can was like David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people. Talking about Jesus, Yeshua, the Lord. He is a witness. But do you know that God also is a witness? Jesus is a witness, but the number one witness is God. Listen to this. The number one witness, hallelujah, is God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen to this. John 8.18. I am one that bear witness of myself. The Father that sent me bear witness of me, said Jesus. God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yahweh, Elohim. He is the greatest witness. He has a testimony of being a witness, brothers and sisters. Oh, but there are many other things that are a witness. You know that heaven is a witness? <laughs> heaven is a witness too? The word is a witness? It's all in the word of God. There's so many witnesses, brothers and sisters. Witness of what? Witness of his salvation. Witness of his power. 
a witness that God is God and that He is the only God. Creation is a witness to God, the Creator. Brothers and sisters, creation is a witness to God, the Creator. Everything witness God, or oh, it's a witness to God. I thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Listen to this. John ten twenty five. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believe not. The work that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. The work, the miracle. Last year, the first day, four day dead, he raised him up. Healed. Completely healed. Brothers and sisters, alive. He gave him life. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah, there's so many witnesses. That work that Jesus did with Lazarus and the many other miracles, witness of who he is, that he is Messiah, brothers and sisters, Messiah Jesus. You know what, Rabbi, after 80 years of study of Torah, Tanakh, the Bible, Tanakh Bible, Torah wisdom, after 80 years, 70 years, what do they learn? That Torah is Messiah. It's what they learn. God is one. Tenak is Messiah. Messiah is God. And everything there is, is Messiah. It's God, brothers and sisters. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. But it takes them all that time putting everything together. Messiah is life. Messiah is light. Messiah is true. Messiah is a lie giver. Messiah, <laughs> Rabbi, in their whole life study, they be, they come to the knowledge of who Jesus, Messiah, Jesus is. The Messiah is everything, and me, Messiah, Messiah, Savior, the Lord, that He's everything. The Messiah is everything, brothers and sisters. Life is Messiah. True is Messiah. The gospel. Hallelujah, it's Messiah. Torah is Messiah. Hallelujah. Keeping Mishpah is what, it says, uh, what they said in Hebrew, Mishpah. Keeping the commitment. And you, you hear the, the rabbi, you got to keep this Mishpah, so many Mishpah per day at least. You got to practice keeping Mishpah and all that. And then they come to the knowledge that that's Messiah. And it's, uh, the, as, as our life comes to you, as you keep the word, as you keep the commandment, life is being imparted into your life. And then your life becomes one with Messiah. <laughs> I thank you, Lord. They become one. That's why, uh, that's why Abraham could relate with God. He became a friend of God. He was in relationship with God. That he became united with God, one. Because as he was keeping Torah, the Tanakh, the Bible, he, he, life was imparted into his own life. His life, his life, was, he was so united with God now that he was friend with God. Hmm. I thank you, Lord. That's Messiah. Life is Messiah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. So let me continue about witnessing, being a witness. Because God, I've been told by the Lord that I'm a witness of God. And as I study the meaning of being a witness, it's so important. Because a witness, let me tell you what happened to me a couple of days ago in the morning. The, 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 the archangel Michael was sent to me by the Lord. It, it was so mighty, brothers and sisters. Lord, please help me to remember everything, Lord. Michael came to me, and, and Michael, praise you, Lord, 
was talking to me, telling me that was this was the end. Because I had that question for the Lord, and the Lord says, Michael. And Michael was saying to me that this was the end, the, this end time where we are, where we hear the prophet of the Lord saying, this is the end, this is there, my people, I'm coming, I'm taking you home. And I was telling the Archangel Michael, I said, I said, look, I, we we have heard this from so many prophets that this is the end. I was behaving like many people are behaving today. All these prophets keep saying this is the end, this is the end, but nothing happens. That's what practically my attitude toward Michael. And I, I can discern in the spirit how sincere Michael was being, that he was a messenger of the Lord. He was he was coming to confirm to me what Jesus had said to me in heaven, which I share on the Lord's hour. And it was that when I was taken out of my body and into a certain part of heaven, Jesus called all the prophets of heaven and said, Come. And when I saw them come and I say, I know, then I, I move myself because I don't consider myself a prophet. And the Lord says, no, you come and stay here, Ivy, because you are also a witness, because you have spoken God's word, he says to me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so, brothers and sisters, what I want to say is that Michael was confirming that to me, what Jesus has said. And again, I have said, I don't consider myself a prophet, but... God calls me a prophet. The Lord calls me a prophet, a messenger. Praise your Lord. And, and, and the Lord has revealed to many people that I am. But I don't consider myself anything. I don't even like to say I'm a pastor, I'm a prophet. Nothing. I'm just a servant of the Lord. I want to remain humble. I don't want no pride in my in my life. If God says I am a prophet, I am a prophet. But I don't go around telling people I'm a prophet. Praise your Lord. Praise your Lord. I, wish, I just want to remain Humble, serving the Lord. All glory to Jesus, not to me or anybody else, brothers and sisters. It's very important we remain humble, especially in the last day, especially living in the United States. There's so much pride going around. I don't want to get contaminated in any way possible in my life. The world is full of pride, and I don't want none of it. Absolutely none of it. I want the humility of Christ in me. Praise you, Lord. Now, uh, from the Old Testament, God uh, began to teach us what is a witness. And, and in number 3530, he says, who, who, who kills any person, the murder should be put to death by the mouth of witnesses. But one witness should testify against any, uh, any person to cause him to die. A witness in the Word of God is someone that is very uh, important. Because the word of the witness, hallelujah, by that word of the witness, the other person will be put to death. Because that person witnessed something, saw something, and told what they saw. And the elder took that, and as they put it together, and the person did what they did, according to the witness, will have to be put to death. Amen. Deuteronomy 4.26, I call heaven and earth to witness against you. He, he, look at this. Heaven and earth, brothers and sisters, I witness against us, God's people, they are washing us. Heaven is washing us. Earth is washing us. That's why we're being judged down here the way the church is being judged by the people. Oh, look what you guys are doing. Look what you pastors are doing, abusing these children and all. Because, hey, they're witnessing everything. They're witnessing everything that we see. So that's why our life needs to be right according to God's word. For God, brothers and sisters, not for men, but for God. But we have to submit ourselves to the law of the land. Thank you, Lord. 
I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you should soon utterly perish from off the land where you go over the Jordan to possess it. You should not prolong the, the, the day upon it. You should be destroyed. Why? If they would be disobedient, is what God was saying to them. This is what would happen to you. So heaven and earth are witness. Heaven and earth will inform God of what's happening. In other words, thank you, Jesus. Deuteronomy 5.20, neither should thou avail for witnesses against thy neighbor. He is one of the things that we should not do ever. And it's where for witnesses. That when we speak, we must be speaking the truth. Now, what, what the Archangel Michael <clears throat> began to show me is that I was a witness. And, and I noticed, I didn't notice, he was talking to me. When we were having, Michael and I were having a conversation about uh, what the Lord is saying, his coming and all that. Praise the Lord. Then um, Michael began to show me the end of the world. I, I saw, I was walking on the earth. I know that Michael and I had come down from heaven, brothers and sisters, and we and, and I, we could fly. We could fly at a speed you can even imagine. Um, and we, I, we can see on the earth all the dead bodies of people who had died at the end of the tribulation. Not a single human being was alive at the end of the tribulation. I have said this before because I have seen this before, brothers and sisters. It was dead, dead, dead everywhere. And so this time, it's just body all over the world. Millions and billions of bodies on the land laying down on the ground dead. All you see was body, body dead everywhere as far as you could look. And I'm walking, and I'm trying not to step on people's body. They were already dead anyway. But what I'm saying to you is that Michael said, you are a witness, and, and he was showing me that I will be at, I will come down after I go home in the rancho to the end of the tribulation and be part, be with, I, I will witness the word that God has spoken through my mouth. The three signs video, brothers and sisters, that, I'm, that is on YouTube. I am going to witness those signs. Going to witness those signs. Praise the Lord. It, of course, it will be in, in God's timing. Every word that God had me spoke from Him, I'm going to witness the completion of those messages. Because they are from God. And if because they are from God, I'm going to witness everything God has spoken through me. Is what Michael, the, the archangel, was showing me. Praise the Lord. And after he had spoken and shown me what he came to show me, we flew together to heaven, brothers and sisters, in the power of Father. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, brothers and sisters. We flew to heaven together in the power of Father. He flew. He says, let's, he says to me, let's go. In all of Zion, the power of God, we're flying to heaven. With such a power, it was incredible. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord, for that mighty experience, but that gave me such a peace and joy to know that Michael says to me, as the Lord says to me, I shared last week how the week before, uh, or the, a few days before, uh, I was talking with Jesus in prayer, and I could hear the Lord clear, and he says to me, Elvie, when you were in heaven, what was shown to you about time, Jesus says to me. And I, and, and, and I, I started thinking, and he said this to me, and he put all this information so clear in my mind. Thank you, Lord. And I tell you this, and, and, and the information came so clear, and I said, Lord, 
There was no time left. I didn't see no time in eleven. He says exactly, exactly. He says to me, "There is no time left." He says to me, I'm "Like, oh wow, oh wow." So Michael said, "This is the end," and it was the end. It was the end, brothers and sisters. Right where we are is the end. Because I was telling Michael that we have heard this so many times through the prophet. This is the end. This is the end. But nothing has happened. Brothers and sisters, we are at the end time. This is the end. We are going home, brothers and sisters. Any day that God chooses, that God knows the day and the hour, no one knows, boom, we're out of here. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And just to make it clear, it was it was it was Father talking to me when he said, When you take into heaven, do you see any time? What time do you see when you went to heaven? I said, I didn't see any time. Exactly, he says to me. Wow, it's incredible. Deuteronomy 17.6 At the mouth of two witnesses, the three witnesses, show he that is worthy of death be put to death, but at the mouth of the witness he should not be put to the dead. So the witness, if the witness is a true witness, and tell and tell us how it is, it's, if it's true, the person will be put to death. But the witness also has the choice to speak the truth always, say the truth, and the person, if it was not true, or the or the witness was not sure, then the person could save that person's life. Very important, important because in our core system today, there are many folk witnesses. People are lying because there's money involved, and people are being put into jail for the lie. Life are paying for us, brothers and sisters. Not in God's court. Not in God's court. So we need to be a truthful witness is what we need to be for God. Truthful witness. Speak things how they are. Not, we, we don't need to add or we don't need to take away. I learned that it's good to say this is my opinion. This helps Allah. Because it, it helps people to know when it's our opinion and, and it's when God has said something through us. Very important. So I'm I'm being careful on what I say. And that I say what I heard and what what is correct. I ask the Lord if I don't remember to help me remember, which is helpful too because the Lord helps you remember too. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 17:7. The hand of the witness shall be first be upon him to be put to death. After what is hand of all the people, so that we put uh, the evil way from among you. Why did it need to be truthful witness among the people? Well, because the truthful witness will tell the truth, and the evil will be removed from among the people, brothers and sisters. Well, Jesus Christ is a truthful witness. And at the end time, that's why de- uh, the Antichrist and the full prophet will be thrown in the lake of fire, brothers and sisters. And, and the devil will be bound in, in hell. And all those others will be punished, brothers and sisters, that are not truthful, that are not of God, in other words. Deuteronomy 19.15 one witness should not rise up against a man for any iniquity of, or, or for any sin, any sin that he sinned. By the mouth of two witnesses and by the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. Praise the Lord. So as the elder heard the witnesses of the witness, hallelujah, the witness word against anyone, they will consider what they say, and they say, well, I saw it, and the other one will confirm, I saw it, and the third one will consider, I saw it. That will be that will be established. The matter will be established that that the way it was, 
and then they will go, they will go ahead, hallelujah, and do what the law said they should do. Deuteronomy 19:16. A full witness rise up against any man to testify against him that which is wrong. Full witness, hallelujah. And full witness was hard for the people to know who was false. But when when someone was found false, it was easy for them to say, "You have already testified wrong." Amen. So that that will give them, that will help them. Amen. And the, today in today's system, the way it is is that they keep record of the many times you have broken the law, and so it could be used against you in the court of law, the court of law. So. Uh, uh, same thing when people come to the Lord and they're serving the Lord for a, uh, any amount of year, if they begin to backslide, whatever happened to the person, uh, the person is responsible. We are all responsible for our action, brothers and sisters, before God. But uh, as, as God says to, to Ezekiel, hallelujah, that the sins of the, they will be, everybody will be judged according to the sin. God will judge everyone according to the sin, but if you're backsliding, now you are more responsible because you were cleansed once and you turn back to sin, which will not be okay with God because you know what is good and wrong, what is good, what's good and evil, and you chose to do good, and now you're choosing to turn back and do the evil. That, that is very wrong with God. Deuteronomy 19.18. The judge should make diligent acquisition, and behold, if the, if the witness be a full witness and have testified falsely against his brother, see, there will be a consequence for that. Deuteronomy 31, 19. Now, therefore, write ye this song for you and teach it to the children of Israel and put it in the mouth that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. See, God gave them a song, music, that will be a witness against them because the music was of God. It was a holy music. It was a music that represented God, a tool. Now, that tool, because God gave them to them, speaks that they once had a relationship with God. And then they began to backslide later on. Then when the son was brought before them by a prophet of the Lord, the prophet can, said, can play the song, and they can hear the song and remember that they once had a relationship with God. And that's for the backslider. That's what the word does to the people. It reminds them. The word of God is a witness against the world, against the people, because if they ever, if they ever have heard it and kept the word at one, at one time, and now are falling away, the word is a reminder to them that they did keep it once. Deuteronomy thirty-one twenty-one. And the word is the word is a witness against the devil, his demon, and all principality, because at one time they they already served God, but they decided to backslide. So now they're going to be judged according to the word. And that white throne judgment will all fall angel, and all that are evil will be judged. The word of God is the witness against them because they once served God, brothers and sisters. And this is this is what is what's important in, on all this matter that we got the word. We need to read the word and we need to keep the word, brothers and sisters. But we got to remember the word is a witness against us if we decide to backslide. The Bible is praise the Lord. Why do you think that in the tribulation they're going to burn the Bible? Romans at one time they burned the Bible. Why do you think that? Because the word the word is a witness. It reminds them of serving God at one time and the devil knows this. And the devil thinks that by destroying the Bible he removed the witness. 
No, the word is Jesus Christ. No way Jesus can be removed anyway. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 31, 26. Take this book of the law and put it in the side of the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be there for a witness against thee. There you go. The book of the law was a witness. The word, the commandment was a witness against them. Why? Because they kept it once. And if they decide to break the commandment, turn back and backslide, the commandment will be, will be a reminder to them once they heard it that they once served the Lord. And they will be judged according to that. Joshua twenty two twenty seven. But this may be a witness between us and you and our generation after us that we might do the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offering and with our sacrifice with our peace offering that your children may not say unto the children in time to come, we have no part in the Lord. There you go. See, when people say, I'm not a Christian anymore, or they're backsliding, I have no part in you if you say that because you kept the commandment once. Now the commandment are a witness against you. Oh, God, have mercy. Joshua 22, 28. Therefore we say that it shall be when they should so say unto us, unto our generation in time to come, that we, may, that we may say again, Behold, the pardon of the altar of the Lord, which is our, that our Father made, not for burnt offering, nor for sacrifice, but as a witness between us and you. Even the, the hallelujah, the, the altar, the altar, because they used to make sacrifice to the Lord, it's a witness. The land of Israel, Jerusalem, is a witness against not only the Jewish people, but the nation. Because that was the nation that God established first on the earth. Israel, as his own nation, brothers and sisters. Jerusalem as his own city. So every time someone goes to Jerusalem, they have greater responsibility. Every time someone goes to Israel, they have greater responsibility to repent more than anybody else. Because they have witnessed with their eyes the city of God, the state of Israel, the state of God, brothers and sisters. And if, I, if you ever have seen a Jew man or a Jew woman, you have seen a witness of God, and they can be used as a witness against you in the day of judgment. Thank you, Lord. You notice that God is true because the Jewish people are still on the earth to this day, brothers and sisters. And they, God can use them as a witness against us. Joshua twenty two thirty four. The children of Reuben, the children of God, call the altar the earth. That is a witness, for it should be a witness between us and the Lord of God. There you go. The altar, because they made sacrifice unto the Lord. Now the altar became a witness to them. Praise you, Lord. Joshua twenty four twenty two. Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witness against yourself, that ye have chosen for yourself the Lord to serve him. And they say, We are witness. There you go. When you have served the Lord, you decide to turn back to the world, turn back to sin. Now you yourself are a witness also. Praise the Lord. Your own testimony is against you now. Because you already have served the Lord. So Joshua said unto them, Ye are the witness against yourself that ye have chosen for yourself the Lord to serve him. Because once you make that choice, now that's it. That choice that you made is a witness against you. Praise your Lord. Praise your Lord. Imagine when the choice is a, the witness is a true witness and it's in favor of you. How great would that be when you chose to choose the Lord Jesus? Oh, praise the Lord. Choose not to walk away from the Lord, but choose to get closer to Him. 
so that witness will be greater in your behalf. Joshua twenty four twenty seven. Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it, it hath heard all the word of the Lord, which he spoke unto us, and shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest ye deny your God. The stone, the earth, hallelujah, the rocks, they are witnesses. Hallelujah. When we share the Lord, the sky, the cloud, the air, are witnesses, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. That we have received the Lord and that we have served Him. That's why we cannot turn back. Because everything around us is a witness, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. Besides those that we have been called to preach the gospel. We are witnesses because we are preaching the gospel. We're seeing the salvation of our people and the healing that the Lord has been doing and the people that have come to the Lord through the, through the gospel. We are true witnesses, brothers, of this. And for this, that's why we receive reward when we go to heaven. Because everything is a witness in our behalf. Praise you, Lord. Judges uh, 11.10. And the elders of Goliath said unto Jotham, The Lord be witness between us if we do not so according to thy word. There you go. Even the Lord can be a witness. Jesus can be a witness. Because we have received him in our heart, in our life. And, and he has lived in us. As he said in his word, I will be with you all the day of your life. He can be a witness against you because he knows you and been in the inside of you. Thank you, Lord. Ruth 4.9, And Boaz said unto the elder and unto all the people, Ye are witness this day that I have bought all what Amivalek and all that Shivleon and all that Molam from the hand of Noami. Thank you, Lord. The people, even the people are witnesses, brothers and sisters. Ruth 4.10. Moreover, Ruth and the Moabite, the wife of Melon, have I purchased to be my wife, to raise up the name of the dead from, from, from his inheriting, the name of dead, be cut off from among the brethren and from the gate of the place. Ye are witness this day. Yes, our people are being called into being witness. Praise the Lord. They had to testify to First Samuel twelve three. Behold, here I am, witness against me before the Lord, before his anointed, whose us have I, I taken, or do who us I have taken, or who I, I frauded, whom I oppressed, and from whom hand have I received any try to be blind my eyes, wherever I I will restore it to that was David. Well, it was David. Praise the Lord. But you yourself are also a witness. Because you know, when you say I know, you got the knowledge, you got the understanding. So you also, uh, you too can be a witness. First Samuel twelve five, and he said unto them, The Lord is a witness against you; His anointing is a witness this day that ye have not found out of my hand. And they answer, He is a witness. There you go. God is always a true witness. He is a witness and a true witness. I thank you, Lord. First Samuel twenty twenty three. Concerning the matter which thou I have spoken of, behold, the Lord be witness between thee and me forever. A lot of people, when they come against other people, one of the things they forget is that not 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 only everything that is around us is a witness, but also the Lord. They forget who is watching from heaven, who knows all things, who see everything, who will also be a witness in that day. Because he's, he can see all. He knows all. Nothing can hide from the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. First Kings 21.10. And he said to men 
uh, sons of Elio before him to bear witness against him, saying that this blaspheme God and the king, and they carry him out and stone him that he may die. Very careful. They made a lot of mistakes back in the Old Testament. Uh, 1 Kings 21, 13, there came two men, uh, of Eli, and said before him, the men of Eliab witnessed against him, against Nabal, and the presence of the people saying, Nabal, bluffing God, asking the king that they carry him forward in the city and stole him. And, 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 so he died. It was because they wanted to take his land. They did this. But God sends a prophet to bring out the sin that these people have committed. Oh, God, have mercy. Job 16, Thou has filled me with rancor, which is a witness against me, in my leanness, sitting up in the bare uh, witness to my face. Thank you, Lord. That was in the suffering that Job was going through. Everything in his body was a witness to the suffering. Job 16, 19, Also, now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and my, re my record is on high. You see, we all have a record. Our life is being recorded. Brothers and sisters, according to the word of God, this is Joel 16, 19. Joel said he had record on high. There are angels keeping record of our life or us are serving the Lord as we serve the Lord. Everything that we do for the Lord or not do is being recorded. God have mercy on us. This is why we need to repent our record keeping in heaven. A lot of people don't know this. something God revealed to us. We need to re repent a record keeping in heaven. Do this every day. I do it every day. Uh, since the time you were conceived in your mother's womb to this day, you want to repent and ask the Lord to cleanse with his blood all your record keeping in heaven. This is in Joel 16, 19. There's record on high. There's record in heaven. Thank you, Lord. And God is a witness to that. God is a witness to that. The angels are witness to that. So you want that to be erased. That will never be brought to you when you go to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Joel twenty nine eleven. When the when the ear heard me, then it blessed me. When the eyes saw me and gave witness to me, thank you, Lord. Whoever saw how Joel served God was a witness of this man. How humble, how committed he was to before the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm twenty seven twelve. Deliver me now over unto the world of my enemy. For four witnesses have risen against me in such breed out cruelty. Yeah, we got we God, hallelujah, four witnesses who breed out cruelty coming against us, brothers and sisters. Uh, praise the Lord, but the Lord is a witness against them. Because we got a true witness in Christ, they are false. So their their testimony is gonna fall down. Psalm thirty five eleven. Four witnesses have rose up, have risen up or rose up, they laid to my charge things that I knew not. Things that I knew not. That's what four witnesses does. They see you commit a mistake. You have not even noticed you committed a mistake. Okay? And they brought it out to you right away to, to put you to shame. Everything is to bring you down, to try to make you uh, fall, try to make you walk away from Christ. Never do that. Christ will never walk away from you. You never walk away from him neither. Repent, 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 and humble yourself before the Lord. Don't let, don't let anyone, any four witness. Rise against you, to lay charge against you of things that you knew now to try to make your way. That's in Psalm 35, 11. Read it. That's very important because there's a lot of people going through that right now. Psalm 89, 37. It should be established uh, forever 
as the moon in us in us is a faithful witness in the heaven salah the moon see the moon how old is the moon billions of years it's been there it has been there and it's a faithful witness in heaven the word of god says huh. imagine the moon in heaven testifying in that day against people that's going to be incredible proverbs six nineteen. A folk witness that speaketh lie, he that soweth the court among the brethren. God don't like that. He truly don't like that. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 2, 17. He that speaketh truth to it for righteousness, but a folk witness deceive. When someone is for, it's hard to tell. Oh, my God, brothers and sisters, that's why you and I need to pray and ask the Lord. This is one of the harder things. Because someone can say they are God, they receive a word from God, and all that, and it cannot be, it can, it can, it, it cannot, it can be false. It can be false, but it's so hard in some people to tell who is a God and who's not, because everyone says it's from the Lord. But then you pray, you seek the Lord, you let the Lord reveal to you as it is. Very important. We don't want to be deceived. Jesus said in Matthew twenty-four, "We are not deceived." In these last days, will be false prophet, false teacher. What do they come to do? Deceive people. Don't be busy now deceive. Be careful. Praise you, Lord. Always seek the Lord about everyone. Me, everyone. Don't matter who it is. Lord, tell you, yeah, he's mine, she's mine. Continue to seek the Lord about everyone. Don't don't put your guard down, because that's what a lot of people do. You seek the Lord. Keep your guard up. Trust only Jesus down here. Down here on this earth full of darkness, we can only trust the Lord. I tell you that's from my heart. You can. We can only trust the Lord. It don't mean we're not going to love our brothers and sisters. Yes, we will. We're going to walk in love. But down here, down here, I tell you this, from my own experience, praise the Lord. The Lord have mercy on my soul. Only trust Jesus, I tell you this. The Bible says it. Hallelujah. Psalm 108, verse 8. Hallelujah. To trust only the Lord. We need to trust only the Lord. Proverbs uh, 14, 5. A, a full, full, um Before I move on, let me look. Let me look for the psalm because I know some people may not find it. Let me help them find it. Thank you, Lord. Very, very important, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord, that we only trust the Lord. I, and I don't mean to offend people. As some people take it as an offense and say, "Well, how can you say that?" Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Psalm 108. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And again, I don't mean to offend anyone. I don't mean to. I just want people to understand that we're going to, I tell you what, Psalm 118. We need to trust the Lord. We need to trust the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Praise the Lord. Listen to this. Psalm 118, I'm sorry I said 108, Psalm 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Hallelujah. All the nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. That was David. Thank you, Lord. It is better to trust in the Lord, hallelujah, than to trust in men. It will always go better with you. Hallelujah. Always, 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 always. Hallelujah. It's always better to trust the Lord. Hallelujah. Everything will go well when we trust the Lord. But 
when we don't trust the Lord as we should, things will not go better. I tell you this right now. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. I believe another translation says it a little bit different. Uh, let me see. I read it in another translation. Let's see if it's a Geneva. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As someone away, it is better to trust in the Lord than to have confidence in men. Amen. Uh, some people have confidence in men, that ministry, and people that they know and trust. And, 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 and I, the Bible teaches me it is better to trust in the Lord than to have confidence in men. Um, you'll be better off trusting the Lord. I tell you that right now. You'll be better off trusting the Lord than having confidence in men. And I don't tell you that, that I don't say to you that there's not people of God up there. They are. But you're better off trusting the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs uh, fourteen twenty five. A trustful witness deliver soul, but a deceitful witness speaketh lie. You don't know who 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 is who is a deceitful. There are deceitful people up there that that are speaking lies, and sometimes it is very hard to tell who. But if you're trusting in the Lord, you're fine because you're trusting just in the Lord. You're working with people, you're loving people, you're helping people, you're working with everybody else, helping everybody else, but you're trusting in the Lord. You see the difference? Please, I don't want people to misunderstand this. Proverbs 19.5, For witness should not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies should not escape. It will not go unpunished, a, a, a fault witness, and it will not escape. They think they will, they will not escape in this revelation to come. I tell you now, I've seen the dead of all these people, and they will perish. A full witness will perish. They will not escape. Here it is. Uh, Proverbs 19.9. A full witness should not be unpunished. And he that speaks a lie shall perish. You see? There's no escaping in God. God is the judge. He sees everything. He knows everything. Nothing escaping. So how can anyone think that they're going to escape the punishment of the Lord? That's impossible. No one can if they're speaking lies. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Proverbs nineteen twenty eight. An ungodly witness is corn judgment. In the mouth of the wicked devour iniquity. That's it. That's what they do. They're evil, evil, evil. I try to tell people, some people get mad at me and they get offended. And then they end up getting into all these problems with other people, with other ministry. As they try uh, there was a sister trying to correct another minister. He immediately began to insult her. And, and what it is with people who have great ministry is that they think they're 100% right. And they can be teaching wrong, false teaching, they still think they're right. And she tried to correct this minister, and oh, it went terrible with. Praise the Lord. It's very important. We need to just trust the Lord and have comfort, no confidence in him. I have no confidence in men. I only trust the Lord. I respect people. I love people. I work with people. But I have no confidence in them at all. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs 21, 28. A full witness shall perish. That's it. That's the end of that. This is Proverbs 21, 28. A false witness shall perish. What's the end of these false witnesses? They're going to perish. Did I, am I saying that? I'm saying that because the Word of God says I believe what the Word says. I saw him with my own eyes, with my, Michael, the Lord showed it to me with Michael. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has shown this to me before. A full witness shall perish. That's the end of that. That's the end of the problem. That's the end of the person. Whoever it is, 
brothers and sisters. They're going to perish. There's no escaping God. His judgments are true, righteous and true. But the man who heareth speaketh constantly. The man who heareth speaketh constantly. There you go. God is awesome. Proverbs 24, 28. Be not a witness against thy neighbor without cause, and see not with thy lips. There you go. We have to be careful that we don't witness against people without cause. Even with cause, we need to be careful because people can repent. It's, if you can be accusing someone of doing something, but what happens if the person repents? Are you going to continue pointing the finger? Because that's what a lot of people do this day. We have people who have come to the Lord and they've been serving the Lord man, a few months, a few years. And the person who made these mistakes back then, they did this, they did that. Now they're being brought, being brought against them. And not being brought necessarily in court, in the community, in the church. That's wrong. Be not a witness against thy neighbor without cause. And deceive not with thy lips. That's we need to be careful what we say, that we don't deceive. So it's so important that we are in the word. The word is true. When you speak the truth, you're not deceiving. If your life goes according to the truth. Very important too. Thank you, Lord. Help, help us, Lord, to keep your word. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs twenty five eighteen. A man that bear for witness against his neighbor is a is a maw and, and a sword and a sharp arrow. Man, nothing worse than a person that's always bringing forth witnesses against their brothers and sisters. Uh, I I tell people not to do that. People write to me about things about other people. I said, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Uh, judge not, let ye be judged. The word teaches us. Very important. Don't be go around pointing finger to nobody. Because you're looking for problems. You're looking to be judged if you judge other people. That's what the Word is teaching us. Isaiah 39. The show of the countenance that, uh, that witness against them. They declare their sins of Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves. There you go. That's exactly what these homosexual and bisexual, like in Hillary, uh, hallelujah, Clinton uh, did the other name in the Democratic Convention. They had a bisexual, I believe it was, come out and speak. And everybody's applauding and all that. But what were they doing when they're doing the applauding? Look up Isaiah 3.9. Look what Isaiah 3.9 says about the Hillary Convention. The, the show of their continent that witness against them. They declare the sins of Sodom. What was Sodom and Sodoma? Sodoma, Philip, homosexuals, and bisexuals, and all that. Witness it. They declare the sins of Sodom. They hide it not. Oh, they go on television. Anybody recording? Anybody's applauding? Woe unto their soul, says the Lord. For they have rewarded evil unto themselves. That cannot go and punish what they're doing. Not in the eyes of God, not in the eyes of a just and righteous God, is that going to go unpunished? No way. What they did in the Hillary Con Democratic Convention that Hillary accepted <laughs> to be the next Democratic president, that is awful. That in heaven, oh my God, God have mercy on the soul. That's what they did. They have, they have rewarded evil unto themselves, the Bible says. Whoa, says. That wall speaks of a great punishment, great pain, great suffering. That's what hell and the lake of fire is. 
Oh, God, have mercy on people's soul. Isaiah 32. I took unto me faithful witness to artists, Uriah the priest of Zachariah, the son of Isaiah 1920. And it shall be for a sign and for a witness unto the Lord of hosts, the land of Egypt. For they shall cry unto the Lord because of the oppressors. He shall send them a savior, a great one. He shall deliver them. There you go. A great, who is Jesus? A great deliverer, a great savior, a great one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Praise you, God. No one is greater than who God has given to us. Hallelujah. Savior. Hallelujah. He's awesome. Isaiah 43, 9. Let all the nation be gathered together, and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this? I show us former thing. Let them bring forward that witness, that they may be justified, and let them bear say it is true. We are witnesses, brothers and sisters. We know it's true, because it's of God. It comes from God. Thank you, Lord. So we know it's true. We need to be truthful witness unto the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus is coming. We are telling people to prepare for the for, for the bridegroom. Jesus is coming for his bride. He comes to take us home. Let's be ready for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 43.10 Ye are my witness, says the Lord, a my servant who I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he, that before me there was no God form, neither shall there be after me. Oh, I thank you, God. I thank you, Father, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Before him, without him there was nothing made, says John. Jesus Christ is so special, brothers and sisters. Before him there was not, nothing made. Listen carefully again. Isaiah 43.10. Ye are my witness. That's what Jesus says. You are witness of God, Alvin. Said the Lord. A my servant. Whom I had chosen. This is, the, this is the different than anything else. That Jesus had chosen us. That ye may know and believe me. We, we know him. And we believe him. I thank you, Lord. And understand that I am he. Yeah, he who? The Messiah. The Savior. The only one. That before me there was no God formed. There you go. There was no God formed. <laughs> Neither should there be after me. That's it. It's only one God. One creator, heaven and earth. Oh, I thank you, Father, for Jesus. Oh, brothers and sisters, we can always trust the Lord Jesus. We can always trust the Lord. We can always trust God. I thank you, Lord. I'm going to continue with this Bible study. I'm not even halfway above the Bible verses and going from the Old Testament to the New. Praise you, God. This is awesome. I love it. I hope that God speaks to your life and continue to minister to you according to your need. Thank you, Lord. God is good, brothers and sisters. He loves us more than anybody else. Continue to trust the Lord and seek the Lord with all your heart. Prepare for the coming of Jesus. Jesus is coming. Don't waste your time on the things of this world, on the sinful things of this world. Focus on the Lord more than anything. Be in repentance, daily repentance. Fast every week. Don't put off fasting. Don't put off prayer. Don't go to bed without praying. Don't get up in the morning and go out without praying. Always pray. Pray without ceasing. 
accept Jesus. Very important, brothers and sisters. We stay praying. This is the end. Jesus is coming. There is no more time left in heaven in the clock of God. Prepare your life for the Lord. Prepare to be caught up in the air, to meet the Lord in the air, to be soon with the Lord because Jesus is coming for us, brothers and sisters. He is up to us to repent. It's up to us to prepare because the bride, Revelation 19, has made herself ready. It's up to us to make ourselves ready. Brothers and sisters, after us to cry out to the Lord for help. If you don't have no strength, cry out to the Lord. If you're sick, cry out to the Lord. If your sons and daughters are backsliding, cry out to the Lord. Cry out to the Lord for your family, your wife, your husband. Cry out. Don't put it off. Cry out for this nation. Cry out for the soul. Cry out for the church. Keep praying. Keep praying. Because soon, Jesus is coming. And once we come... It is all judgment right after that. That's why we're being warned to be ready. We're being warned to prepare. Because once that trumpet sounds, brothers and sisters, it's going to be very difficult for this world. Hallelujah. So this is why we need to prepare and we need to be ready for the coming of the Lord. I'm going to continue with this Bible study. A witness unto the Lord, I'm going to call it. A witness unto the Lord, a witness of the Lord. I'll, I'll, I'll copy and paste that from Isaiah there, 4310. Thank you, Lord, because he has chosen us to be a witness, especially in this last day. And we got to continue to share this holy gospel of the Lord before the coming of Jesus. Hallelujah. Time is gone. The only thing left is the sound of the trumpet. Let's be ready for the Lord. Let's continue to win soul for the kingdom. Continue to support us, brothers and sisters, because God willing, we're going to continue to preach this holy gospel of Christ for more soul to be, hallelujah, saved. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord Jesus Christ give you his shalom. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters.
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Mighty God we serve, hallelujah. Our God is so good. He is so wonderful, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. I hope everybody else hear me fine. Can I get a one or a yes if you hear me fine? It seems like we've been having problems with the system, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, and I want to make sure everybody can hear me fine. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Chance, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We got a wonderful topic tonight, hallelujah, that I wanted to share with my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. You know, I've been getting a lot of emails, hallelujah, for prayer. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And and most of the people that are asking me for prayer, they, they're having problems with sin. They they keep on falling into sin, hallelujah. And they're writing to me, brother, LV, I need help. I need help, hallelujah. And, you know, when I, from the morning to the afternoon to, nine, to, to the night, I'm getting constant email from people. I'm help for prayer, help for prayer. They're having problems getting out of sin, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And tonight we're going to talk about that. Praise Jesus. And I know that this word tonight, the Lord is going to use it to speak to your life. And it's going to help you to come out of sin, hallelujah. And we're going to talk about repenting tonight. Repenting is so important, and it's so important that we learn, uh, hallelujah, how to repent, how God expects you and I to repent, hallelujah. And we're going to go into the Bible. We're going to go into the Word of God, which teaches us how to repent. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And we have a fantastic, a mighty, a wonderful role model on repenting, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and it's our own God. Our own God, hallelujah, teaches us how to repent, hallelujah, with his own, um, with his own example, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And I, I'm always been a fan of Jesus. I'm always been a fan of God, hallelujah. And I pay close attention to the Lord, hallelujah, to him throughout the Bible, because I, if, I know if there's someone we need to learn from, it's Jesus. He can truly teach us, hallelujah. No, a lot of people, you know, I always have problem, and I don't say problem, but I say this. I always have people, you know, that I used to uh, get together to worship and all that. And they will follow uh, 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 the Apostle Paul, some other people, uh, Peter, and, and so on and so on. Hallelujah, David, some of them David. Hallelujah, and different pe people in the Bible. And they want to imitate them. Hallelujah. But I never heard someone say, I want to imitate Jesus. And I always will come out and say, I, I would like to imitate Jesus, hallelujah. And one of the reasons people don't don't like to imitate Jesus or don't say it, because they say Jesus is God, he is perfect, he never makes a mistake, so how can you imitate him? But no, 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 hallelujah. He walked alive, hallelujah, down here, Jesus, as you and I are, hallelujah, to give us an example. And Jesus said, be thou like thy Father that is in heaven, be thou perfect. Like that Father that is in heaven. So when Jesus uh, points out to a role model, he didn't even use himself. He used the Father. So Yahweh, hallelujah, is a role model. Praise Jesus. And I know I forgot to say to the people, welcome to the Lord's hour. Shalom, shalom to all my brothers and sisters around. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But we're going to imitate Yahweh and Yeshua tonight. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Let God be our own role model. Hallelujah. Let us learn from him. Hallelujah. 
And we have so much to learn, and we will continue to learn throughout eternity. Hallelujah. Because there is so much that we need to learn about our God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I want to start this in Ezekiel 18.30. Hallelujah. Where the Bible says, Therefore, says God, I will judge you, O house of Israel. Everyone according to his way, says the Lord God. Repent and turn yourself from all your transgression, so your iniquity should not be your ruin. Hallelujah. So, repenting, praise Jesus, hallelujah, means turning yourself from away from all transgression, from all kinds of sin, okay? So iniquity should not be your ruin. So what is your ruin? Hallelujah. Your ruin is your own sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So whatever sin you and I are committing, that is our own ruin. That is our own destruction. That will bring us down. That will destroy us ultimately if we stay on it. So God is calling you and I to come out of sin. Hallelujah. Stop sinning. Walk away from sin. Have nothing to do with sin. And that is, true, that is total repenting, true repenting. When we, hallelujah, repent and we say, praise Jesus, hallelujah, um, I'm turning away from this sin that I've been doing, hallelujah. And always, you know, we walk into sin and then people ask, so how do I walk away from sin? How do I, 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 I hallelujah, I stop sinning? And the, the obvious response will be that if I walk into, into sin, with my own two feet, okay, praise Jesus, hallelujah, with my own two feet, I should be able to walk away, hallelujah, because all those sins tend to me, all those sins look beautiful, praise Jesus, I walk to it, I walk into it, so with my own two feet, hallelujah, uh, which I think is obvious, I should be able to walk away, praise Jesus, hallelujah, and, it, and to God, it don't matter if, if, if you're a young girl and you say, but God, you should have seen the blue eyes that that guy had, Lord. That's why I fell with that boy, because he has such a beautiful blue eye. And you might say, if you're, if you, uh, hallelujah, a brother, Lord, uh, you, you should have seen how beautiful that young girl was, hallelujah. It don't matter. This is what I'm trying to say to you. It don't matter why excuse you and I will make up. With God. What God wants to see you and I is repent. Turn away from it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, you know, you, we might find excuses to say, why did I fall into that sin? Or, or we might find excuses to say, why do I still continue into the sin? And most of the people that I hear a lot of time is the people who are still into the sin, and they have found excuses to stay there. And that's not, how God, that's not what God wants to hear or see from you and I. Hallelujah. Let me continue reading now. Joel 2.13, hallelujah. And rend your heart and not your garment, and turn into the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and great kindness, and repentant of the evil. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So now... You are a, 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 a parents, hallelujah, they have to, that you don't have to put your head down, hallelujah, and continue to be under sin. God says to repent from your heart 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and, and make effort out of you and your heart to walk away from it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He don't want to hear the excuse that, that we give is that I'm still there. I'm walking my way through this, hallelujah, but I'm still there. And someday, someday, hallelujah, I will be out of this sin. God don't want to hear that. And I say this because the Lord had me speak to someone who was in cigarette for many years. Hallelujah. And this person, hallelujah, um, has over seven and a half years smoking cigarette. Hallelujah. And the Lord led me to this person to speak to this brother. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord set him free after that. Um, and and the, 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 the conversation that we had was that, he says to me, to the church that I'm going to, hallelujah, the, the, the deacons smoke, the leaders smoke, hallelujah, and, and, and you know, most of other men, they are smoked. So, you know, um, and, and I asked them, you know, about this, and they told me, well, you're only human, hallelujah, and you're only human, and, and, and it's okay if you smoke, you know, once in a while, but, you know, and, but you're only human. And so he kept on smoking. He, he didn't stop. Hallelujah. And he says, they, they told him, God will take this out of you. You don't need to worry about it. Just keep on praying. Keep on coming to the church. God, someday, someday, God will take cigarette away from you. Hallelujah. And while I was talking to him, the Lord says to me, clearly, I want you to tell him to stop smoking. I want you to tell him, how serious smoking is to me. And I, in his body is the temple of my Holy Spirit. And I want you to tell him this. And not only that, I want you to look it up in the Bible and show it to him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And as I went into the Bible, and I said, I got to show you this in the Bible when we have some time. Hallelujah. We were working together. When we get lunch or something, I'll show you. Praise Jesus. And I did that. I went into the Bible and showed them that the, 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 our temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And God says that whoever destroyed this temple, God is going to destroy him. And I told him that the place where God destroys us is hell. That is hell. Hell is the place where God destroys us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So after I gave him all those words and all the advice and everything the Lord gave me. Hallelujah. He went home. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and I'm glad I don't change anybody. I'm glad I don't change anybody. But I know someone that if you receive the word of God, if you receive the word I'm giving you from the Lord, he will change you. He will help you walk away from whatever sin you're in, whatever, hallelujah, circumstance, hallelujah, or whatever you're going through. If you believe Jesus Christ, if you believe Jehoshua, Hallelujah. If you believe him, he will help you to come out of sin. He will help you to come out of whatever you're going to. Because he is a merciful God. And he came to set the captive free. And you might be captive by sin at this time. You might be going through whatever you're going through. But Jesus Christ is able and capable to set you free. Because the Bible said, that he came to set the captive free. Hallelujah. And all you have to do is believe Jesus. Believe Yeshua. And Yeshua 
will set you free. Yahweh sent his son to die for you on the cross, to bring freedom to you on the cross. Hallelujah. It's a mighty promise. It's a great promise. Yahweh has given you and I. His only begotten son, Jesus Christ, came to set the captive free. You don't have to remain in sin. You don't have to remain captive. Whatever holding you captive in this hour, in this moment, I speak freedom to your life in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Come in agreement with me and let the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, set you free. Let him bring freedom to your life in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. We come together in agreement. And I know, and I know, and I know that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, will set you free. Praise Jesus. It is his promise. It is his will. He wants to do this for you. He knows that you and I are not capable to come out of sin on our own. We're not capable. It is impossible for you and I to be freed without the power of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the power is in his name. The power is in his word. He has spoken the word. And he said that the word will not come back void. It will do what it was sent to do. And his word was sent to set you free, to set the captive free. If sin is holding you back in Yeshua's name, in Yahushua's name, you're going to be free. Hallelujah. If you believe the word of God, hallelujah, God will set you free. Hallelujah. Open your heart and open your mind to receive the word of God tonight. Let the Lord, hallelujah, help you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It is the will of God for you to be free. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is good. He is a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. In Psalm 107, 45. And he remembered for them his covenant. Hallelujah. And repenting according to the multitude of his mercy, says David. God has a multitude of mercy available for you. And in Yeshua's name, in Yahushua's name, it is available for, for you, hallelujah. All you have to do is believe, open your heart, and believe Jesus. Believe his word, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for your mercy. Psalm 135, 14, for the Lord will judge his people, and he will repay himself concerning his servants. If you haven't received Jesus in this hour, I want to invite you to come and receive Jesus as your personal Savior. And Jesus Christ, hallelujah, will set you free. If you're having problems with cigarettes, hallelujah, with drugs, whatever, alcohol, whatever it is, believe that Jesus can set you free in this hour, hallelujah. And we will come in agreement with you, hallelujah. Just believe, believe, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Start asking for prayer without faith. Put your faith in action, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Jesus always asks, hallelujah, let it be done according to thy faith. It is according to thy faith that you are set free, my friend, that you are listening to me, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You will be set free from overeating also, hallelujah. Whatever holding you captive, Jesus Christ will set you free. Just believe Jesus. Believe his word. Hallelujah. Everything is possible, Jesus said, to those that believe. And if you believe, if you open your heart, hallelujah, Jesus Christ will help you. 
He said, tell them that I will help them. Hallelujah. I still remember those words I gave words today. When Jesus says to me in his throne in heaven, Hallelujah, look at me. And he says, tell them, if they come to me, I will help them. Hallelujah. I remember the word and they resound in my mind and my heart. Because I know Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus can set you free. He is a merciful God. He is a wonderful God. Hallelujah. He loves you like no one can love you. Praise Jesus. He was willing to die on the cross for you. So you will be able to enjoy freedom. True freedom. There's not just any freedom. True freedom. Hallelujah. Who the song set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. You're not in bondage if you believe Jesus. He'll set you free. He wants you to enjoy life in true freedom. The life that God wants to give you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I feel the presence of God. I feel that God is speaking to somebody. And the Lord is telling me, yes, I am. He is speaking to someone out there. Someone that's been struggling with these sin. Hallelujah. That haven't been able to come out of them. Hallelujah. Hey, Jesus. Hallelujah. So many people listening to me, they've been struggling and struggling with the same thing. They have not put their faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is okay to ask for prayer, but you must exercise your faith. You must believe. Jesus said to every person that went to him for prayer, for deliverance, he said, let it be done according to thy faith, according to your faith. Let it be done. Hallelujah. That's important, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. That you believe. Hallelujah. Praise you. Start going to people for prayer without you believing. Yes, God answer prayer. That's important. But focus on what the word says. Hallelujah. Why did Jesus point people to believe? Because it's very important. It's a personal choice. It's a personal relationship that happens between you and God. And when you believe God, you will not be put to shame. God will answer, will give you what you need, what you want. Hallelujah. Mostly what you need, what is the will of God for your life, it will come true because God is faithful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah 18, he says, If the nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. Look at the example we have in the Bible. Our own God is saying, I will repent for the evil that I have said that I will bring on that nation if they repent. God the one that harm you. God wants to save you. It's our own leading into evil and continue eating and not evil, not repenting that will lead, hallelujah, the ruin to come on our life. But if we Hallelujah, repent, sincerely repent, and we turn away from our sin, from our evil. The Lord will have mercy on us. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. By now, a lot of people thought that the earth should have been destroyed because of the sin, but they have forgotten how merciful God is. Hallelujah. Many people say, why are we still alive? Why is the earth still running? By now, God should have just destroyed 
there's so much evil up there, but they have forgotten that the mercy of God, hallelujah, it's big, hallelujah. It's, it's a great mercy that God is having on humanity, giving them the chance to repent. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Lord still wants to see him for us before the Father. Father, forgive them because they now know what they do. Praise Jesus. And all the evil we do, he still wants to see for you. He still wants to save you. He still wants to set you free. Hallelujah. He still wants you to enjoy the freedom that he has for you and I. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's free. It's free. It don't cost you nothing. Just repenting. Praise Jesus. Jeremiah 26, 3 says, It may so be that they will hearken and turn away every man from his evil ways, that I may repent. Me, hallelujah, the evil which I supposed to do unto them because of the evil of their doing. God will say if they turn for the evil, I will repent of what, they th- of what I thought I was going to do to them. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 26, 13. Praise Jesus. Therefore now, amen, amend your ways and your doing. Hallelujah. And obey the voice of the Lord your God. And the Lord will repent of the evil that he has pronounced against you. Even though he has sent his prophet Jeremiah, tell them I'm going to destroy them. God still saying, look, to go tell them that Jeremiah, go back to them and tell them that if they return from the evil, that, hallelujah, the evil ways, hallelujah, the word that I have pronounced, hallelujah, praise Jesus, the word that I have spoken through you, I will repent from them. And I will forgive those people, hallelujah. I will restore them. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. What a mighty, merciful God we serve. Praise Jesus, that when people thought the earth should have been destroyed by now, the earth is still, the earth is still running. God is still running the earth from heaven, hallelujah. He's still giving people the chance to repent. The door of heaven is still open for those to repent, to come to Jesus and turn away from the sin. Hallelujah. Salvation is available for them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a, what a mighty, merciful God we have. Hallelujah. I get, I get excited when I talk about this. Hallelujah. Because I, I know the feeling. I, 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 hallelujah. I got a master degree. Hallelujah. On this. I came out of sin by the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I have a master degree on this. I know what I'm talking about. And I know the mercy of Jesus, hallelujah. Through my own life, through my own experience, no one has to tell me about this. Because I know how much mercy Jesus I had in my life. I know how many times he has helped me, hallelujah, when I needed help. When people abandoned me, hallelujah. Jesus was there to help me. He raised me up. He stretched his hand from heaven and said, my son, I'm here with you. Don't thank you all alone. I have not left you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So I got a master degree on this. Hallelujah. My own experience is my degree. I know the mercy of Jesus. I know how merciful he is. Hallelujah. And if you repent and you turn away from your sin, from your evil ways, your wicked ways, hallelujah, Jesus will restore you. Hallelujah. He will restore your life. He will help you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. He did not give us what we deserve. When we fall into sin, 
Jesus did not stretch his hand and killed us. No. He stretched his hand for mercy. He had mercy on you and I. Can you and I give mercy to others? Hallelujah. That is a question. Hallelujah. Many people like to judge others. They want to send everybody to help. Hallelujah. But Jesus stretched his hand. Mercy. I remember one the last time I seen Jesus in the cloud. Somewhere in the sky. Hallelujah. I, I never saw this power come out of Jesus. He was standing there. As he showed me the destruction that was coming to California, I saw the power of mercy. I was crying like a baby. With the power from Jesus, of mercy came over me. And I, I never thought of mercy was so powerful. I didn't ever know that mercy was so powerful. It's a power. Mercy is a real power. Hallelujah. And it came out of Jesus into my life. Hallelujah. And I was, I was like, Hallelujah, flowing in mercy. Hallelujah, it was so good. It is so good, the mercy of Jesus. Hallelujah. He gives human us the opportunity to repent, to turn away. Hallelujah. And our life will be restored again. He is such a good God. Hallelujah, we cannot have a better God than the God we serve. Hallelujah. The secret 14 says, Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thou said the Lord God, repent. Turn yourself from your idols. And turn away your face from all your abomination. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That is to repent. When you and I walk away from sin, every abomination we do, we commit. Hallelujah. We turn our back to it. We say, this is it. I am tired of this. I want no more to do with this sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's the chance and opportunity that Jesus Christ has given us. Hallelujah. Do not take it for granted. Hallelujah, but take it by, like I say, take it by the horn. Hallelujah, and say, it's mine, and I'm not letting it go. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 18, 30 says, Therefore I will judge you, says God. Oh, have a mess for everyone according to his way, says the Lord God. Repent. Turn yourself from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Hallelujah. George 2, 13 says, And rend your heart. Hallelujah, now you're going. Hallelujah. Matthew 3 eight says, bring forth that fourth fruit, the mere repentance. Hallelujah. So when we repent, there got to be fruit behind us. What fruits are those? The, fruit, the fruits of love. The fruit of peace. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. That we repent. And we grow in the Lord. We continue to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. We stay away from sin. Hallelujah. The fruit of the Spirit are shown in our life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Matthew 3.11 says, Indeed, I baptize you, said John the Baptist, hallelujah, with water, unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Hallelujah. Who shoes I am not worthy to bear. Hallelujah. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Thank you, Jesus, for your fire. Hallelujah. And that fire is still available for you and I, my brothers and sisters. Open your heart and let the cleansing fire of Jesus come in you. Hallelujah. Let that cleansing fire just cleanse your heart, your soul, your spirit. Purify you. Hallelujah. Praise you seven times. Let the fire of Jesus tonight purify your life seven times. Hallelujah. And keep your rapture ready for Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he, hallelujah, is coming back for his people as he promised. Because he is faithful God. Hallelujah. Matthew 9, 13, says, By ye, hallelujah, but go ye and learn. 
What does this mean? Hallelujah. I will have mercy and not sacrifice for I and not come to call the righteous by sinner to repentance. That was Jesus preaching the word, saying, Hallelujah. That he came to sinner, hallelujah, not righteous, hallelujah. Giving sinner like you and I the opportunity to turn away from sin. Where he felt that all is possible. Because everything is possible with God, hallelujah. This is why that you that are listening to me now cry out to the Lord and say, Jesus, I repent. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me my repenting, Jesus. I want to walk away from the sin, Lord. It is hard. Help me, Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus will help you. His hands are stretched out for you. In this hour, in this moment, hallelujah. Just believe Jesus, hallelujah. Believe his word, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mark 1, 4 said, baptize. John baptized in the wilderness and preached baptism of repenting for the remissions of sin. Praise Jesus. Matthew 2, Mark 2, 17, when Jesus heard it, he said unto them that they are whole heart and need a physician, hallelujah. But they, but they that are sick, I cannot to call the righteous but sinner to repentance, said Jesus, hallelujah. Luke 3, 3 said, and he came unto all the country about the Jordan, preaching the baptism and repenting for the remissions of sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Luke 3, I said, bring forth there for what they are repenting and begin say not to say among yourself, we have Abraham our father. For I say unto you that God is able from these stones to raise, to raise up children unto Abraham. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God is faithful and he wants to bring, hallelujah, what you and I need. And you and I need Jesus. And it's here. It is available for you and I. All you and I have to do, hallelujah, is repent, is turn away, hallelujah, turn away, hallelujah, from our sinfulness. I will be back, hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is freedom in Jesus. Always there is freedom available from him. Hallelujah. When we go to him, hallelujah, he never says no. His presence is there. We just have to believe him. Hallelujah. And his mercy is there, open for us. Hallelujah. Heaven is open to those that call to Jesus and repent. And that's why we're called into repenting. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he is available. Hallelujah. Look what Jesus says in Luke 5.32. I care not to call the righteous, but sinner to repentance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke 15.7 says, I say unto you that likewise more joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented than over 99 just persons who need no repenting. Hallelujah. Even Jesus said it with people who thought, who think, they need no repenting. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But there will be great joy when one sinner repent. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's what the emails I'm getting people repenting. And I'm so glad to hear that people still find either either either, either the radio program or the videos on YouTube. Hallelujah. And the Lord touched them to repent. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, which is keeping me very busy on the computer. Hallelujah. My wife had to pull me out of the computer because sometimes I, I, I don't give the family enough time, hallelujah, because I'm getting so much email from people, messages, hallelujah. But it's something that I love. I love when I'm in the computer, when I'm ministering to someone, that's what I love, hallelujah. But I got to understand I got a family, hallelujah, to take care. My son, hallelujah, sometimes get mad at me because I don't, I don't play with him, and he's waiting to pray with daddy. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I got to manage my time better, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But I just love, hallelujah. I turn that computer in the morning and there's people there emailing me with needs. I need prayer. I need this, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But you know what, hallelujah, it's the work. It's the work that God called me into doing, hallelujah. And I spend all my time there, hallelujah. Even when I go out, I went to the mechanic early. And from the mechanic computer, I was ministering to somebody through the Internet. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So it takes all my time, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But the Lord called me out of work. That's why the Lord told me, I don't want you to work anymore. I got work for you to do. I will take care of you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise, so, so this is my only work now. So praise Jesus, hallelujah. But I know I got to manage my time, hallelujah. But there's so much need. I, I wish people would understand how much need there is out there. Sometimes if, if I go into Facebook, Hallelujah. And, I, and I'm ministering to somebody. I got other people talking to me at the same time. Sometimes my, my wife was like, you got four or five windows. You got four or five people talking to you at the same time. How can you do that, Elvie? Praise Jesus. <laughs> and the same thing with Christ. Sometimes I'm talking to somebody. And I got other people joining, 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 joining. And, and I have to tell the people, slow down, slow down. Hallelujah, because so much people need, need, they need prayer, they need ministering. Hallelujah. And their job is, it's, it's real. Praise Jesus. Sometimes I'm scared when I'm ministering to someone to open another email because more people will join that they need help too. People from different countries. Hallelujah. It's a lot of work I'm doing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But we know time is short. And I just say to the Lord, I will, I will do this work, Lord. You know, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So, you know, I heard that some people are, are, are gathering together, hallelujah, and I don't want to get off the topic, but I want to um, 
Praise Jesus. I believe my brother Jin Shim was talking about a group of people praying and ministering to other people. And I would appreciate if, um, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Uh, praise Jesus. Uh, I would appreciate, uh, praise Jesus, if you um, give, hallelujah, um, the email where people can write to the group of people that are joining in prayer to pray for them and post it on the chat room during the program. So more of the people that are writing to me, that are coming to me, will go to the people who are, who are gathering together to pray. So some, some of my work will go to some of the people. Hallelujah. With my brother, Jin Shin. I, I believe I sent someone the email of Jin Shin. Hallelujah. And he asked if someone needed prayer or whatever, they can write to him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because I'm telling you, uh, it's a lot of work, my brothers and sisters. If some of you would like to minister to people, help out people, hallelujah, out of, out, of, out of your time, you can take some time to minister to other people in need, pray for them, hallelujah. You won't believe how many people out there need help. They truly need help. And, I, I you know, I don't like turning no one away, and, you know, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But the work is a lot. And praise Jesus. Jesus even was concerned there was not enough pastor for the sheep, hallelujah. And we got to pray that God will send people to really help out people, hallelujah, truly, and, and do some of this work, hallelujah, because this is a lot of work, my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. And the more people that join us to work with us with these people are welcome, hallelujah. Uh, my sister O'Reilly, hallelujah, she's doing the, she's translating the program on, on Mondays and Wednesdays, and, and there's people tonight that wants to, hallelujah, hear the program in Spanish. There's so much people that want to hear the program in Spanish. And she's helping a group of people. But now I got I got available uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Hallelujah. And maybe Sunday. People can do some Sunday. Hallelujah. I don't expect you to do all these days. You can pick a day or two. That's fine. Hallelujah. I make those sacrifice for all these days. And sometimes I have to play at least an hour of recording because, praise Jesus, hallelujah, I'm doing too much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I'm doing it because I love it. I really love it doing it. I'm doing it for God, and I love it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So uh, someone else, hallelujah, uh, offered to take some of the days to, to translate. And, and she, hallelujah, some of the people, they, they, the Lord's, uh, in Spanish, the Lord's hour number two, la hora del Señor number two, hallelujah. And I'm going to put it uh, real quick. Uh, praise Jesus. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. In, in, in Spanish, I want to put it up real quick so people, hallelujah, can, can join that, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Our sister, praise Jesus, hallelujah, is available. It's another sister, hallelujah, who is available, hallelujah. I don't see her uh, logging tonight, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Tyra, I believe her name is. And she would like to help our people. She, I guess for some reason she was not able to join tonight. So praise Jesus, but you can uh, click on, you can add that to your Skype, La Hora del Señor 2, Javier Número 2, and, and you can hear the program in Spanish. She will translate it for you. I already explained to her how to, how to do that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But, the, you know, they can only have 22 people. After 22 people, uh, the, the Skype will not let them have more than 22 people. So the other sister, O'Reilly, will only have 22. She will have 22 and we have over 100 people almost daily listening to the program. So we don't have enough staff to cover all these people. Praise Jesus. And more Spanish people would like also to join. I get emails from them every day. Hallelujah. 
So the work is increasing more every day. Ten, five people every day. I just had two people join today, hallelujah, and like three or four yesterday, and it just keeps on adding more people that wants to listen to the program, that the Lord is touching them, hallelujah, to come to the Lord. More are believing in the rapture now. More are coming to the Lord. And this is what the Lord wants us to do, hallelujah. So we, hallelujah, have a lot, um, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, a lot of people who wants to hear. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the good thing that the majority of people are speaking English people, but more Spanish people are joining, and they would like to hear the program in Spanish, but they just don't have someone doing the work. And a rally can only cover 22 people. Praise Jesus. So when, when she gets to 22, that's it. So the other sister, um, I was talking to her about covering at least, hallelujah, two days, because three or four days will be too much for her. So we will need someone else to translate the program also. I will, I, you know, I will try to send email to people, see if they can help us, hallelujah. But the program is growing more and more people are coming aboard, hallelujah, praise Jesus. And, and they need someone to translate. They really need someone. So we're doing this for the Lord, my brothers and sisters. That's what we're doing it for. So we got to help our people, hallelujah. So let me continue on with the message, hallelujah. We're talking about repentance, hallelujah, true repentance. That is so important that we repent. It's so important, hallelujah that we turn away from sin, that we take this sin very serious, hallelujah. And we have a great example in the Bible, uh, uh, hallelujah, on how to really take full responsibility when we sin, that we don't blame anybody. And we have Eve, hallelujah. Eve, she was tempted by Satan to eat from the fruit that God told Adam and her not to eat from that fruit that was in the middle of the garden, hallelujah. And so Satan tempted Eve, hallelujah, and you know what? God hold Eve responsible. So when God went to Eve and said, what have you done? Hallelujah. Because Eve not only ate from the fruit, but she also went and gave to her husband. Hallelujah. And knowing that she was naked, knowing that she found herself naked, knowing that after she ate the fruit, her eyes were open. Hallelujah. Instead of stopping there and saying, hallelujah, what I done is so evil. I'm going to go to the Lord and repent for this. I'm going to take full responsibility. And I'm not going to give nothing to my husband, Adam. Hallelujah. But no. Somehow, I don't know how the devil did it, but he convinced him to go give to her husband. And she went and gave to Adam, and both of their eyes were open. Hallelujah. Sorry to say, hallelujah. But, you know, even though he gave to Adam, God still hold Adam responsible. So when, when God said to Eve, what have you done? He said, the serpent made me eat. Hallelujah. The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Praise you. So she didn't take full responsibility. She blamed the serpent. And that's not what God wants to hear. It don't matter if Satan makes a, makes a sin. We got to take full responsibility for a sin before God. And we got to say to God, look, God, I have sinned. I committed a sin. I'm sorry. I repent. I truly repent. I don't want to do it anymore. Help me. That's what God wants to hear. God do not want to hear, hallelujah, that, oh, no, this person made me sin. My mother and father, because the way they, they raised me, what an excuse, hallelujah. The way my father and my mother raised me, that's why I do what I do, they say. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the Lord don't want to hear that, my brothers and sisters. The Lord, what the Lord wants to hear is that we take full responsibility for what we do, Hallelujah. That we say to God, look, Lord, I did this. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. Hallelujah. And I repent for it. Hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, so when God went to Adam, hallelujah, the woman you gave me, in another word, it's your fault because I don't know how you made that woman, but she, look what she did. She wasn't perfect. You made a mistake making that woman because it was the woman you gave me. So we blame God for it. Instead of taking full responsibility, hallelujah, for his mistake, praise Jesus, hallelujah, he went and blamed God. Try to put it on Eve, but saying God was the one who made Eve, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. He put it on God, and God did not want to hear that. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Although God came hard on the serpent, praise Jesus, but also he came hard on Adam and Eve. Praise Jesus, and we know the consequence of the disobedience. Praise Jesus. But I believe the greater consequence came on them because they did not take full responsibility for their sin, for their action. And that's what we got to do. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you are in drugs, alcohol, and all that, you need to understand you have a problem. And that you need to repent for that problem. And don't, don't blame your wife because of your drinking. Because a lot of men say, oh, my wife is always nagging, always making me crazy. So I always end up go drinking with my body. So I don't have to listen to her. So the wife has the excuse to go to the barn, to go to the friend's house and, and to get drunk. Hallelujah. And women put up their own excuses. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, you know, God doesn't want to hear that. God wants to hear that we have committed the sin. And that we are taking full responsibility. And that we're repenting and we're turning away from it. And that's what God says through Jeremiah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, to the people. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He is so good, hallelujah. Acts 13, 24, John has first preached before his coming. The baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. So before you get baptized, you need to repent your sin. You need to tell you need to tell God. Praise Jesus. And I don't know if many ministers are practicing this, but they gotta know that before they baptize anybody. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's just not it's not it's not trying to bring people into church the the, the, the matter over here. The matter over here is that we do what the Bible says we should do. And we show before we baptize anybody, we got to make sure, hallelujah, they do true repentance before God. We teach them what they need to do, hallelujah. And once they do it, then they, they can be baptized. Praise God, hallelujah. This is very important because this is being taken for granted. And this cannot be taken for granted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A baptism is a serious matter. Now a lot of people are taking this as a joke down here, hallelujah. They're going to have to answer to God about that, hallelujah. Because the word of God is not a, a joke, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. It's an opportunity God has given us, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, because he's good. Praise Jesus. Now I rejoice or not, you were made so sorrowful, hallelujah. But you are sorrow led to repentance, says Paul. For you we are made sorrowful in, in godly manner. That ye may receive injury from us in nothing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. For ungodly sorrow is not to be repentant, but work 
repenting unto salvation. But the sorrow of the world will get to death. Praise Jesus. So the godly sorrow, whatever God is allowing you to go through, will help you to repent unto your salvation, says Paul. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So whatever things you're going through now, that will help you. Hallelujah. And you're repenting with God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I, I'm very sorry for the brothers and sisters who cannot hear the show tonight. Hallelujah. It seems that we're having problems or they're having problems with their browser. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And um, I'm very sorry for that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That the, um, uh, the you cannot hear the show. Hallelujah. Maybe someone, if my sister Amy will do this, I will appreciate it. Will type on the screen, on the chat room, what I'm saying. At least, uh, at least a twenty percent of what I'm saying, that will help people who cannot hear the program. Just for tonight, someone please say, "I I'll do this, brother Elvi." Just for tonight, please help me with this work. We have, I got a lot of work at hand. Hallelujah! I wish I could, I can speak and type at the same time. I will do it. Hallelujah, because I just want people to receive the message. I just want them the message of deliverance to get to them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Please, someone type on, on the chat room what I'm speaking so people will receive the word. Hallelujah. Because there's a lot of people that seem to be having problems. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The devil is trying to come against the program. It's coming against the computer because the devil don't want people to repent. Hallelujah. He is bad. There's nothing good comes out of Satan, hallelujah. Everything that comes out of him, hallelujah. Uh, thank you, uh, Jessica. Yes, Jessica, I appreciate that. Everything that comes out of Satan is bad. And all he wants to see is people die. That's all. He wants to see them go to hell. And we got to stay focused on heaven. We want to see people go to heaven, not hell. Because the, Jesus came to give life and to give it abundantly. He came so people will have the chance, the opportunity to go to heaven, hallelujah, and not hell. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. You know, a lot of people, when, they, when they're having problems, praise Jesus, with the browser, they cannot hear the program, they just turn off the computer, they get sad, they get mad. Praise Jesus, they, they get frustrated. Praise Jesus, so I would appreciate if you type, or at least they can see the typing, hallelujah, of the program, because people are getting frustrated now because they cannot log into the program to hear the program. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, and I'm, I'm very sorry for this. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I'm sorry, 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 hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I am sorry, praise Jesus, because I, I, I would really would like people to hear, and I would like people to receive the word, because I know the Lord is speaking to their life, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and just, just when God is, is doing something special, hallelujah, these things going happen, hallelujah, but you know, we can. We gotta use wisdom and all this. Hallelujah. When things like this happen, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. I'm very sorry to the people who are having problems joining in. We should have maybe over 40, 50 people in the chat room, but every nine people seem to have a problem to hearing the program. I'm gonna speak to my brother Chance, see if we can find a solution. We will write to the owner. At uh, the Black Talk Radio, so to, uh, we were right to them. We was we got to find out what's going on because we should be able to have more people on it. And almost every night now, we're having people frustrated that they cannot join the program. It's like 
it's like it's 40 people, 37 people is enough for the for the program. And then when other people try to log in, they cannot log in. They're having problems. This is happening almost every day. We we gotta fix this problem. We're gonna write an email to them so they can do something. They got the technology to do this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, we need to take responsibility for our sin. And we cannot I blame others for our own iniquity, our own sin. This is very serious, hallelujah, that we take, hallelujah, full responsibility because that's what God wants to hear. Praise the Lord. The devil likes to put excuses in our mind. So we use those excuses and we say, well, if it wasn't for this person or that person, I won't be doing what I'm doing. I will not be in drugs. I will not be in prostitution. And I'm speaking now to a lot of young women and even young men who are prostituting themselves. Hallelujah. And they are blaming their family. Ah, the way my mother raised me and my father raised me, that's why I'm in prostitution. Hallelujah. And they say, oh, you should have met my mother and my father. They used to beat me. They say, you know, and, and we don't have perfect, perfect parents. I don't know you out there. Hallelujah. And I don't say parents should be beating up their kids and all that. No. I don't agree with that. Hallelujah. Parents should be loving their kids. Discipline them, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. But we should not be blaming people out there for our sin. If, if you want to get out of where you are, my friends, my brother, my sister, if you want to get out of the life you're in, you got to take full responsibility for your sin. Don't be blaming other people. It's not going to help you. It's going to get you deeper into sin. Hallelujah. It's really going to get you deeper into problem. Hallelujah. And you're going to get into more problem that you'll be able to handle if you don't recognize that it's your own fault. Hallelujah. And you might say, Brother Elvie, but you don't understand the kind of parents I had. Don't blame them. I'm telling you, this is very serious. This is life and death for you right now. Don't blame your parents anymore. Don't blame your family anymore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you won't, be, you won't get out of where you are if you keep on blaming other people. Hallelujah. If you're, if you're smoking cigarettes and you say, every time I argue with my husband, you know, I get so nervous, I, get, I just got to take a cigarette. I got to go outside and sometimes I, I smoke a whole box. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And God don't want to hear this, my sister or my brother. Hallelujah. Okay. He don't want to hear that. He want to hear that you take full responsibility and that you repent. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what God wants to hear from you and I. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is why God himself, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Use himself as an example when he says to Jeremiah, the, 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 the judgment that I have decreed over the nation, if they repent, the, the wicked ways, I would turn away from the word. I would turn from the word that I have spoken, from the word that I have said. Hallelujah. So God used himself as an example. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That he would turn away from what he has said. So what is repenting? Turning away from sin, from your evil doing. That is repenting. And someone write that on the screen. Repenting through repenting is turning away from your evil doing, your evil action, however you want to explain it to people.
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is for repenting. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Hebrews 6, 6, 8, If they shall fall away to renew their gain unto repenting, seeking that they crucify themselves, the Son of God, and fresh, and put him in open shame. Hallelujah. So it's very serious. True repenting is very serious. It's, it's a very serious matter. Because you can take for granted, if you don't repent what Jesus has done for you, hallelujah, on the cross. And Jesus had done a lot for us on the cross. Total freedom is in Christ. Hallelujah. When we repent, God is there to give it to us. It's available for us through Christ. Hallelujah. When we repent. That's why repenting is so important. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 106 and he remembers for them his covenant. And repenting according to the multitude of his mercy. So when God decided to, to destroy the Jewish people, David says in Psalm 106 that he remembered he made a covenant with them. Okay? Hallelujah. And because he remembered what he had promised, that he will have mercy on them, David said, hallelujah, that according to the multitude of his mercy, hallelujah, he acted upon. God acted upon, he had promised. He will have mercy on them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Total freedom is in Christ through repentance. Through repentance. Hallelujah. You will receive that freedom from Christ when you repent. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's how important repenting is. That you will receive what God has promised you through repenting, it will come to you. But it will come to you after you say, Lord, I repent. I sincerely repent. I turn away from my evil ways. Hallelujah. Look what uh, John 8.31 says. Then says Jesus to those Jews that believe in him, if ye continue in my word, then, are my, then you'll be my disciple indeed. And you shall know it's true. And the truth will make you free. Hallelujah. Verse 3 says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you should be free. You should be free. Hallelujah. If Jesus Christ makes you free, if you believe Jesus, he will make you free. And indeed you will be his disciple when you repent and you turn away from your sin. But you must take some action. You know, the people, when they came to Jesus, they took action. And they said, Jesus, heal me. And so, and like that man who was on the bed, on the mat, and the Pharisees and scribes was around there, hallelujah. And then a Sabbath, and a Saturday, the Sabbath is from 6 o'clock on Friday night to 6 o'clock on Saturday night, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And on the Sabbath day, praise Jesus, hallelujah, um, Jesus went, hallelujah, and healed, hallelujah, that man forgave his sin first. So that you see that the Son of Man has power to forgive sin. I saved my son, your sins are forgiven. 
And all the Pharisees were like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Only God forgives sin. Only God. So what was trying Jesus to tell him? I am he. I am the I am that I am. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus forgave his sin. And to show that Jesus has the power in him. So the man take, get up, walk, take your mat and walk. The man got up right in front of all these unbelievers, Pharisees, and scribes. Got up, took his mat, and, and took it home. And by taking the mat on the side of it, hallelujah, what's an abomination. What's, an, what's breaking the Sabbath because you were not supposed to, hallelujah, carry anything on the Sabbath. You know, and you know, let me tell you something. I believe the Sabbath is a biblical day. It's biblical. You know, and someone was asking me about the Sabbath, you know. Should we keep the Saturday? Hallelujah. And I will say this to you. And if God is working in your heart and life for you to keep the Sabbath, you'll be obedient to God. Some people don't believe you should keep the Sabbath. And for this reason, you, we, I cannot tell people you have to keep Sabbath. Because it has to be God working in you, His will in your life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So is God putting in your heart? Is your hash or putting in your life to keep Sabbath? Keep it. Keep it. Hallelujah. You may want to teach others to keep it also. Hallelujah. But you want to ask the Lord before you do. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's very important. Is it biblical? Yes, it is. Praise Jesus. It's biblical. Hallelujah. Sabbath is biblical. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I know that when I was in heaven once, Jesus pointed out something to me. Hallelujah. And we know, before I say this, I want to also remind people that we know through history that the Catholic Church did something unbiblical. Hallelujah. And what they did was they, they changed Hallelujah. The Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. So that is not biblical. The biblical Sabbath is, is from it's, it's Saturday. Hallelujah. It's Saturday. It's not Sunday. But now, people agree with God that they will go to church on Sunday. And God expects them to keep that. God expects them to go to church on Sunday. Now, if you agree with God, you will go to, to the service on Sunday, or you will do your service with Him on Sunday. I'm sorry, on Saturday. You got to keep that. Hallelujah. The Sabbath is biblical. It cannot be erased from the Bible because you can find the Sabbath in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So you cannot erase that. Hallelujah. From the Bible. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you want to cut it from the Bible, you're going to have to cut a lot of pages from your Bible. Hallelujah. It's there. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that Jesus on the Sabbath stepped out to read the, the book of Isaiah. So Jesus with the, with the people on the Sabbath. And the Bible said, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus broke the Sabbath. What Jesus said was, God have mercy for people on the Sabbath. Because people are more important than a day, than the Sabbath. That's what the Bible, that's what Yeshua was saying, or Yahashua was saying to people. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You don't want to make the day more important than men. Men are more important. So Jesus healed the men on the Sabbath and told them, take your mat. Hallelujah. And Jesus wasn't breaking the Sabbath, but what Jesus was telling them is, and he said it too, that he prefers to them to have mercy than judgment, than to judge those people. Hallelujah. And I just read it to you in the Bible. 
Jesus wanted them to have mercy on people. And that's what he expects you and I to have. Not to judge them because on the Saturday, you know, if you have to do something on a Saturday, hallelujah, if you have to carry your baby to the hospital on a Saturday, just because you're keeping the Sabbath, you're going to leave the baby in your home to die? Hallelujah. No. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, wanted people, hallelujah, to have mercy on the Sabbath. And that's what people have forgotten with, with the Sabbath. They think the Sabbath is so holy that they should not do anything on the Sabbath. Well, if you, if you want to keep the Sabbath, hallelujah, you want to keep it holy, it's fine. Praise Jesus. But you, you read what Jesus did on the Sabbath, hallelujah. Because Jesus wanted us to have mercy on people on the Sabbath. God have mercy. Jesus said, until this day, talking about the Sabbath, my Father worked, so I also work. So that's why I'm telling you, if you, if you want to uh, tell people about the Sabbath, you got to go on the Sabbath according to Jesus. You got to read it careful. You got to go on Yahashua to give you wisdom about the Sabbath. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So you don't get into judging other people for that day. Because Jesus was judged because they were saying he was breaking the Sabbath. And see what Jesus did. He had mercy. Not judging or not leaving the people that died. Maybe if some of the people he healed on the Sabbath, if he left them for Sunday, the first day of the week, they, they probably would have died. So what, what mercy would God would have been would have shown there? None. So by the Lord healing them on the Sabbath, he showed mercy. And mercy will always triumph over judgment, the Bible said. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, you know, I don't want to offend you who keep the Sabbath. No. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you that we should break the Sabbath. Hallelujah. No, no, please. Don't misunderstand me. I respect you for doing it. I truly do. And I welcome you to the west side. Hallelujah. You keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. You're my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But make sure you keep the Sabbath according to how Jesus kept it. Have mercy on the on people on the Sabbath, please. Have, have mercy on them. Praise Jesus. And if you want the, the Lord to open people's eyes to keep the Sabbath, go ahead, pray, pray for them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, and if the Lord wants me to teach about the Sabbath here, more deep into it, because I could teach more about it, I, I'm going to pray about this. Hallelujah. I already started. Hallelujah. And I will ask the Lord if you want me to teach about keeping the Sabbath. And we all keep it together. That's not a problem. We can all keep it together. I don't have a problem. You know, and I don't say I break it because I actually don't do much on the Sabbath. I stay with my family. I share with my family. I don't do work. I used to be a keeper of the Sabbath, very, you know, to the point that I will not do anything on the Sabbath. I'm telling you, I will not carry anything on the Sabbath. I used to, truly used to keep the Sabbath. But I kept on going to the gospel, reading what Jesus did on the Sabbath. You know, and I said, so that means we can do things that we need to do on the Sabbath. And not necessarily we're not breaking it. Praise Jesus. And that's why Jesus was telling the, the scribes and Pharisees, because they were keeping the Sabbath being a hypocrite, not having mercy on people. And this is the dangerous thing about, about keeping the Sabbath, that if we're going to turn to so hypocrite, that people will need our help on the Sabbath, Hallelujah. And just because we're keeping the Sabbath, we're not going to help them. Then what mercy are we applying here? None. So we truly have to apply mercy. Hallelujah. Jesus have mercy on us. 
We have to apply mercy. And Jesus said, until the day, this day, talking about the Sabbath, my Father works. So if you need to do something for God on the Sabbath, hallelujah, don't think you're breaking the Sabbath. No, you're not. Because Jesus did it. Hallelujah. So, especially something that God expects you to do. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So keep the Sabbath, but keep it with wisdom. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, don't go to work on the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Don't, don't go to work on the Sabbath. Hallelujah. That, that's, that, that's, that's clear to understand. If your boss wants to give you Saturday to pay you overtime, don't take it. You know that's your day for you to keep keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But if someone calls you that need help on the Sabbath, help them. Don't deny it. Hallelujah. And that's what the Pharisee and scribe did. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. When people needed help, they didn't help them. So that's why Jesus rebuked them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I, I, I'm a believer that if you keep the Sabbath, God is going to bless you. I truly believe that because I practiced that for, for, for over a year. And, and let me tell you, I, I was being blessed big time for keeping the Sabbath. It's biblical. It's in the Bible. I'm telling you, God will bless you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. If you keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm going to ask the Lord to bring a Bible study about keeping the Sabbath. And you'll see, I'm going to show you through the Bible, hallelujah, all the, all the good things of keeping the Sabbath. And also, hallelujah, how we should keep the Sabbath, hallelujah, because a lot of people don't know how to keep the Sabbath. This is one thing I noticed, hallelujah. A lot of people want to keep the Sabbath, but they don't know how to. And this is very important, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. So let me keep on reading here. So David says, for the Lord will judge his people. He will repay himself concerning his servants. Why his servants? Because his servants have repented of their sin, have turned away from their sin, hallelujah, and are seeking God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He will judge those who stay in sin, but he will have mercy on those who repent. And that's what repenting, that is the good of repenting. That if you and I repent from our sin, God will have mercy on us. Okay? That will be, excuse me, one of the things that we will enjoy by repenting. Hallelujah. The, these things are available for us through repenting. The blessings of God. The mercy of God. Hallelujah. Heaven being there for us. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's what Jesus wants. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That we repent. That we turn away. And then his mercy comes upon our life. And then he will be able, able to restore us to repenting. So that's why repentant people take repentance uh, simple. But it's not simple. It's actually a message that should be preached now. More than ever. Because people need more repenting now more than ever. Hallelujah. There's so much different way people can sin out there. Hallelujah. That we need a lot of repenting. We need to stay in repenting. Hallelujah. And understand how serious repenting is. Because many people, and I'm going to say this, the, the ugly part of, of sin, that if we stay in sin and we don't repent, we can go to hell. And I will tell you, God will throw us in hell. Because our own action, or I will say our own inaction, not acting upon, upon what God says we should do, repent, hallelujah, our own inaction will, will, will keep us straight into the way of hell. You know, and let me tell you, 
Why do I say we should not take this lightly? Because there's more than 100 people an hour going to hell every day. So how is it so that so God showed his brother, hallelujah, he showed how people are just being dropped into hell from the earth. Every hour is more than, I believe, 1,100 people go to hell. And a lot of these people knew a lot about the Bible, but they did not do it through repenting. So what I'm saying is, hallelujah, that if people don't repent, don't take repentance serious, hallelujah, and when they repent, they don't turn away, which that's what I mean, serious, hallelujah, they can go straight to hell. And let me tell you, it will not do you any good to blame God or blame other people because God don't want to hear that. God want to hear that you take full responsibility for your sin. Will someone please type this on the, on, the, on the chat room that God wants to hear from you that you take full responsibility of your sin? Please, someone type that on the chat room. Hallelujah. For the people that cannot hear the program, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God don't want to hear that we don't take full responsibility. Hallelujah. Because when you don't repent sincerely, what happens is the sin that is upon your life, Satan, which the Bible says in Revelation, is the accuser of the brethren, will go before the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Will someone type this out too? Hallelujah. That Satan, the accusing of the brethren, would you will repent your sin, he will take that and accuse you before the Lord. Hallelujah. Pray, Jesus. In a lot of time, he's allowed to attack your life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. In a lot of the attacks, lead unto death. And then when you die in sin, hallelujah, without repenting, you cannot enter heaven. Because that is one thing that is available to humanity, repenting. This is why, hallelujah, I say to you, my brothers and sisters, that repenting is so important. That we repent, that we take it serious, that we don't take it lightly. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We don't need to, we got to take sin serious. Please type that on the, on the chat room. We need to take sin serious, very serious. Hallelujah. Not take it lightly like many do. Hallelujah. Sing, hallelujah, my feel fun, my feel good. But let me tell you, the end of the sinful, the end of sin is dead. It's hell. That is the end of sin. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And when you stay in sin, you might end up in hell. I won't say you, you will because you can repent. Hallelujah. But it's not the will of God that you stay in sin. If not, he will not send Jesus to die on the cross. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Jeremiah says, hallelujah, if the nations against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I have thought to do unto them. Praise Jesus. So if you think judgment is upon you because of your, of your sin, and you think God is going to kill you, you think God is going to send you to hell, let me tell you the good things that the Lord says through Jeremiah. 
that even though he has pronounced judgment on your life, although God has said that you will die in your sin, if you repent, God will repent of what he has said that will come upon your life. That's what God said through Jeremiah. That's the opportunity he has given you and I. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I'm going to post this on the chat room. Hallelujah. Because I believe this is very important. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Exactly what God has said he would. He would do. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He would repent of what he has said. And what he has pronounced. If the nation against what I have pronounced. Turn away from the evil. I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. You see how merciful God we serve, my brothers and sisters. He is so merciful. He is so good. <coughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. Hallelujah. He don't want just to destroy people. He wants to give them the opportunity, hallelujah, to repent, to turn away from the evil, hallelujah, to come back to God, hallelujah, to have the opportunity, hallelujah, to return back to him, hallelujah. He loves you. He truly loves, hallelujah. He truly loves you. And he truly wants you, hallelujah, to return back to him, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Listen, I will be back. I'm going to take a break.
Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus is so wonderful, hallelujah. He loves us so much, hallelujah. He is a good God, hallelujah. Isaiah 55, 7 says, Let the wicked forsake his ways, and the righteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord. He will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. For my thoughts are, are not your thoughts, hallelujah. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts, hallelujah. For as the rain coming down, and, so, and the snow from heaven, and return not thither, hallelujah, but whether the earth, it make it bring forth, and by it will make give seed to the, to the sower, and bread to the eater, hallelujah. So it shall be my word, be go forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish which that I please, and it shall proper, prosper in the things where I ascend it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You know, when I read this old version Bible, I, I get confused, hallelujah. I got to change it to the more modern translation, hallelujah. It's much easier for me to read them, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But it's clear there, hallelujah. The word, says verse 11, that I speak are like that. They will not return to me without producing results. They will accomplish what I want them to. They will do exactly what I send them to do, said this Bible translation. Praise Jesus. My people, you will leave Babylon with joy. You will be laid out in peace. Hallelujah. It's a great promise of God. Hallelujah. That if the wicked repent, he will pardon them. He will forgive them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the merciful God we serve, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. His sins are stretched out for the people. Hallelujah. Who repent. Hallelujah. He wants to restore them. He wants to forgive them. He wants to cleanse them with his blood. Hallelujah. He wants to cleanse them for all iniquity. Hallelujah. All unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He wants them, want them to enjoy total freedom in Christ. Because total freedom is only in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's available for us. Hallelujah. If we truly repent. Hallelujah. If we truly seek the Lord, it's available. We, we cannot take it for granted. Like many do, hallelujah. This is something serious. This is life and death, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and we should not take this lightly like many people like to, hallelujah. We got to understand how serious repenting is, hallelujah. It's very serious, hallelujah, that we turn away from sin and we don't look back. We don't have no regret. Because a lot of times people start thinking, oh, what I have back in the world. They say, no, 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 don't do that. Don't torment yourself. Start thinking about the past. Leave it behind. If God already forgotten what you what you done in the past, if He already put it under the blood of Jesus, why are you still remembering? Why are you still bringing that to your mind? Hallelujah! Don't do that. Hallelujah! Don't bring the past sin that God has already forgiven you about back to your mind. Don't let the devil do that to you. Praise Jesus! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Don't let the devil bring the past sin that you committed. Will you please type this on, Jessica? Thank you very much, sister. The past sin that you committed, don't let the devil bring it back to your mind and accuse you of it when it's already under the blood of Jesus, when God already has forgiven you about it. Hallelujah. 
Don't let him use the past to torment you, to make you live a miserable life. Hallelujah. Don't allow this into your mind and your life. Hallelujah. Don't go to bed meditating on your past. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. What, what kind of evil you did? How horrible it was. No. Don't do this. Hallelujah. Because then you're not focusing on what God has for you now. And his mighty good pardon and mercy on your life. There's so much that we need to learn, hallelujah, from God. So much God wants to show us, reveal to us, teach us, hallelujah, and in order for us, hallelujah, okay, in order for us to receive the new oil that God has for us, hallelujah, our mind needs to be clean, needs to be without that, that path, those mistakes we made in the past. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Leave it behind. If God has forgiven you, why have you haven't forgiven yourself? Okay? Forgive yourself. Stop blaming yourself for your past. No. If you already took responsibility before God, and you know God has forgiven you, the blood of Jesus has cleansed you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Believe it. Work it out. Claim it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. May forgiving yours. Make pardon yours from God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Don't torment yourself. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The same with your partner, your wife or your husband. Don't blame them from the past. Hallelujah. The devil does that. He, that's his job. Don't you be, don't you join Satan in that. Don't blame your husband for the past that he had already repented. Don't blame your wife for her past that she already had repented of. Repented of, hallelujah. Don't do that. Live in peace. Your presence now should be peace and joy from the Holy Spirit. That should be your presence now. Not an argument about the past. Now that you did that to me, you did this to me, I still remember, and I'm going to take this to the tomb. I remember that little thing you did to me, and I'm going to take that to the tomb. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If God has forgiven your husband, it is done. If God has forgiven your wife, it is done. Hallelujah. If God has forgiven your daughters, your son for their mistake. It is under the blood. Leave it under the blood. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said he will throw your sin, hallelujah, deep into the sea. He will not remember anymore. Leave it there. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Leave it under the blood. Leave it under the cross. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what God wants you and I to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil go to the past and bring it back to you and say, Oh, look what you did. And you think you're forgiving. You're fooling yourself. No, he's trying to deceive you again. That's what he's trying to do. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God has already forgiven you if you truly repent. If you have turned away from that. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He don't, God don't remember that. He don't. Hallelujah. So if God don't remember your past sin because you already have repented, 
Who are you to remember them? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Don't you see that what the devil is trying to do is, he wants to help us live a horrible Christian life, a tormented Christian life. When Jesus came to set us free, he came that we will have, hallelujah, life and have it abundantly. And who he has set free is free indeed, Jesus said. Hallelujah. He poured it under his blood. Hallelujah. Leave it there. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Enjoy your freedom in God. Claim it. Pray unto your own life. Hallelujah. Proclaim the blood over your life. Proclaim the blood of Jesus over your sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He came to set the captive free. That means you are free. Praise Jesus. If you're one of those captives that said, Jesus, I repent. Jesus set me free. I believe in Jesus. That's it. It is done. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It is done. Jesus said, it is done. So if God says it's done, what it done means? It's done. <laughs> That's what it means. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Jesus said, it is done. What did that mean, brother? It is done. No more. That's it. Nothing else. Finish. The end. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of people, you know, this is what frustration comes out of. Okay? Frustration comes out of us blaming, blaming ourselves. Okay? And that's what happens. When you are sitting there, hallelujah, in your bed or watching the television or everywhere, and you're sitting and you're meditating about your past, something that God already has forgiven you for, and then you start getting all frustrated. What the devil's doing is frustrating your Christian life by bringing this to your mind. And then when we speak of our freedom, you don't know what we're talking about because you say I'm a Christian. And I'm still thinking about my past. I'm still getting, having all these headaches about my mind. It's busy all the time. But it's you doing that. Yeah, the devil brings it to you. The accuser brings it to you. Hallelujah. But it's you responsible for it. Repent those thoughts. Get them out of your life. Hallelujah. Jesus has set you free. Hallelujah. Enjoy it. Thank God for it. Praise God for it. Praise him for your freedom. Thank Him for setting you free. And enjoy, hallelujah. Be free in the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, the devil wants people to be miserable. Hallelujah. This is where hating one another comes from. Jesus said, love one another. But you don't see that. You see, hate one another. So why is that? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yeah, we know the devil is behind it. But who's responsible for it? You and I. You and I are responsible. Because Jesus said it's done, and we're still questioning Jesus. We're still questioning the Word. That's what we're doing when we question our past, that Jesus has already forgiven us. Hallelujah. God said, I will not remember anymore, say God to the prophet, your sin. And what do we do? We remember. So what are we doing? We're calling God a liar. We're our own action. And God is not a liar. Because God is not a man. He is a spirit. 
que es Dios Almighty, aleluya. Praise Jesus. And what he has said it done, it is done. Don't look further. Don't question it. Believe it. You know, this is why I tell people, listen, if you're going to come listen to this program, you got to listen by faith. You know, I don't mean no disrespect to my brothers and sisters, but I'm saying you need to put your faith in action. Because if you, when you're listening to the Word of God, you're not believing it, you're not going to receive it. It's not going to do any action in your life. The only action the, the Word does is through faith. Hallelujah. And that is why God said without faith that it's impossible to please God. Because there's nothing happening without faith, without and unbelief, nothing. You're looking and waiting to see something happen. Nothing happens. Other people say, Brother Obi, I received a miracle through your program. Thank you. I was set free, brother. I thank you what God did in my life. So your program is mighty, and I get those emails. And I rejoice with them. Hallelujah. But some other people who, don't, who are not putting their faith in action don't receive anything. Hallelujah. And other people are jumping up and down how they're getting set free. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You gotta put your faith in action. You gotta put your faith in God and His promises that, he, that I just read to you in Isaiah 57. That the word that came out of His mouth will not return void to Him. If He gives you freedom through Christ, you gotta say, Amen. I receive it in Jesus' name. I believe it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, when I don't see nothing happening in my life, you know what I question? My faith. Am I believing God? I don't question God. God is always perfect. God is always able to do anything. I question my own faith. Am I believing His word? Am I believing His promise? Is my faith growing in God? Or am my faith is still be is not at the master sea level yet? Because let me tell you something. Jesus compared faith to the master sea. And I want you to go out there and look for a master sea online. And I want you to see how small the master sea is. It's the smallest sea of all, like Jesus says, hallelujah. But when it's planted in the field, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the master sea. When it's planted in the field, it's become the largest tree of all. And birds come and net on it, Jesus said. Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters will be your face on Christ. When you plant your faith on Jesus, when you plant your faith on the true word of God, your faith will start growing. You will go beyond the master sea. You will go on beyond an orange and apple. Hallelujah. And it will go on and on and on. And you will find out how the power of God moves in your life. And you will see miracle happening. Miracle happening. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I, I went out, I've been around people lately. Praise Jesus. And I, I, I see the reaction. I've I seen, uh, hallelujah, people who are not Christian being touched by God. And I see the reaction back. Wow. Hallelujah. Right when, I, when I'm not noticing something, God is using me to touch somebody around me. Out in the community. Hallelujah. And I don't go out very much. The Lord wants me to stay at home. And I stay home most of all the day long. When I need to go out for something, I go out for something. And that little while, when I go out, God is touching somebody. 
Hallelujah. Without me knowing it. And then I see the reaction of the person right away. And people like this Muslim man from another religion. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He felt the presence of God. And he felt kind of like, hmm, this is good. They don't feel the presence of Muhammad or Allah, like they say. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And he kind of questioned that, like, you know, you're different. You're different. And I usually stay quiet. Hallelujah. Because I have nothing to give people by Jesus. And he is the only one that can save people. And I know that. I know if Jesus doesn't do anything, nothing gets done. Praise Jesus, but we got to believe. We got to believe Jesus. We got to believe his promise. And he will do what he said he will do because he is God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I told him I had a radio program. Hallelujah. He said, oh, you do? What it's all about? And I said, it's a Christian radio program. Oh, give, give, me, give, me, give, me, give me the page online. Give me the address. I said, I'll, I'll write it down for you. He was working on, on my wife's car. And I went and gave it to him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He went and played one of the old programs. And I don't know how the anointing went and touched his life right away. The presence of the Lord did it. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He wanted to see me again to talk about it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I let them know I serve God. Hallelujah. And, I, and so what religion are you? <laughs> I'm not a religion, man. Hallelujah. I'm only a son of God. I'm not, I, I don't believe in religion. Religion was made by men and the devil. That's what I believe. So if you ask me what religion I am, I ain't no religion. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't preach no religion. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I don't send people to church. I send people to Jesus. That's why I send people. Go to Jesus. Jesus can set you free. Because if I send you to church, hallelujah, you're going to find all these problems. You're going to walk right out again. What are you going to do? Albie, you send me to church. <laughs> it's your fault. You send me to that church, and all that I found was problem there. So what do you say after that? Okay? So don't send people to religion. Send people to Jesus. Tell people that they need to have a personal relationship with, with the Son of God, with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And see what God will do in their life. Hallelujah. I don't preach religion. If you ask me to what church do I go to? I don't belong to any church. Hallelujah. And it's not that I haven't been invited or I'm not wanted in church. I got pastors to a friend of mine who wants me to be part of their ministry. Hallelujah. And I, and I asked the Lord. The Lord says no. And I, I said no back to them. They don't agree with me. They think I should have a powerful ministry in their churches. I should be a pastor of a church. I got offered $1,000. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah to pastor a church, and I turned it down. I got offered a lot of money to be a ministry, and I turned it down. 
And I don't say this with pride. Please don't misunderstand me. What I'm telling you is that I believe we have to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Praise God. And if that is not being taught in the place of worship, hallelujah, then we have to ourselves teach people in our own life that they need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I do tell people that they need to be faithful to God in their giving, in their tithes and offering. I don't, I don't tell people to steal from God. I don't teach that. Hallelujah. So people don't misunderstand me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But some people who give faithfully their tithes and offering don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. They don't believe in the righteous. Hallelujah. They don't care who comes, whether Satan or the devil, whether Satan or Jesus. Hallelujah. So if Jesus comes in the rapture and they stay, and the, and, and the market of Jesus is impl uh, implemented, they'll take it. They'll say, put it here, put it here. I need to go to work. Hallelujah. Because they're so focused on their life. They're so focused on work. And this is why this is so dangerous. If you're not focused on Jesus, if you're not focused on a personal relationship with the Son of God, hallelujah, what may end up happening is you don't wait for him. You don't expect him to come in the rapture like a thief in the mind. What will happen is you stay in the seven-year tribulation. And when the answer Christ made mandatory for everybody to have a mic and the forehead on the hand, a mic and the beast which represents the name of the Antichrist, the sex, sex, sex. You will say, put it here, because I need to go to work. That's what you end up saying, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And I don't say this, please don't misunderstand me, that if you go to church, you don't find God there. No, I don't say that. I don't preach against churches. Please don't understand me. Listen, I have great pastor, women, and, and brother, hallelujah, they have wonderful churches. I mean, I can tell you, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I tell you right now, praise Jesus, hallelujah, that, that I know a few pastors, not a lot, who are truly seeking the Lord, who are, who are really walking with the Lord in personal relationship and are teaching it to other people. But I don't know of a lot of places like this, so please don't think I'm preaching against churches. I'm not doing that. I'm just telling you now exactly what my, my sister Amy is saying. It is so dangerous not to focus on Jesus right now. It is so dangerous. This is what we're saying to you. If you're not focusing on Jesus, you may fall on, on a lot of false teaching out there. Hallelujah. Because there's a lot of places teaching that the rapture is not biblical. When it is biblical, when Jesus is talking about the rapture, the Father is talking about the rapture, the Holy Spirit is talking about the rapture, and, and people got different agenda down here. So please don't misunderstand me, please. I, I know a few pastors that are women of God and men of God who got their churches who are teaching the true word of God. Okay, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I'm, I'm just talking about the false teaching up there, what Jesus said, Many will come in my name and will deceive many. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And those are those that come in Jesus' name who are telling people they are Christian and are deceiving people, are preaching against the rapture. 
Hallelujah. And they're telling people that the rapture is the second coming. That is a lie. Rapture and second coming are two different things. And the rapture, he comes like a thief in the night. And the second coming, all I will see him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And the rapture, the, the unbeliever don't know what happens after it happens. Okay? And the second coming, every eye who has left, who, who is at the end of the tribulation, at the end of the seven years, will see Jesus come in the cloud. Hallelujah. With his mighty angels, says the Bible. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And some of us are coming down with Jesus too. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When he comes with his mighty angel, the second coming. Because we're coming down to the millennium, to the thousand-year reign of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So my brothers, that's what I'm saying to people. But please... Don't misunderstand me. I'm not preaching against churches. How they are wonderful churches out of the other world. But it's so dangerous right now to not be focusing on Jesus because there's so much false religion, false teaching out there that is misleading people, deceiving people. Praise God, hallelujah. And we need to teach the truth. We need to teach the true word of God, hallelujah. That if we don't seek righteousness, if we don't seek holiness, Hallelujah. Without it, no one can seek the Lord. Hallelujah. No one can have supper with the Lord very soon and, and, and the rapture. Without seeking righteousness, without seeking holiness. You will not enjoy on that table. You will not have a play or spoon in that table when you, for that supper unless you seek righteousness and holiness with Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you want to have a seat there, you want to have a play and a fork, and a spoon there and a knife, hallelujah, to eat a wonderful meal very soon, okay? You got to make sure you are doing what the Bible tells us to do. You got to make sure you're walking in a personal relationship with Jesus. You got to make sure that you're listening to him and that he is leading your life every day. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. This is what we're saying to you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the Lord showed his sister, hallelujah, that that table is beyond the end of that table. For people to, to suffer with the Lord. But you know what? Hallelujah. Many will not make it to that table. Many who, who are going to be expected to make it are not going to make it because they are being deceived by others. And God don't hold others responsible. God holds you responsible. If someone mislead you, if someone deceive you, if someone lied to you about the word of God, you are responsible, not that someone. Remember this. Remember this because you might tell God in the white judgment of God. You might say, God, I was believing in you. I was going to church. Hallelujah. And that pastor told me that the rapture was not real. And I believe in how is that my fault, God? You tell me, God, how is that my fault? Because I, I had a Bible. I, I tithe. I gave my offering. I helped the poor, God. And I stayed. I didn't go in the rapture. You tell me, God, how is that my fault? Let me tell you. He's going to look at you, and he's going to say, who received the false teaching from that man, from the pulpit? And you're going to say to the Lord, I did. Okay? Do you have a Bible on your hand? You're going to say to God, yes, I did. Why did you study my word? And why did you ask me to lead you? When I said in that word that my spirit will lead you to all truth. You're going to look at God and say, God, you're going to tell me that? 
God is going to say, I'm going to tell you that. That is your own fault. That's what God is going to say to you. You did it to yourself. Now that pastor, because you had a Bible. Hallelujah. You could go. You could, you could have got on your knees. You could have fast and prayed. And you could have asked my Holy Spirit to lead you. And he would have led you to all truth. And he would have told you, my Holy Spirit would have told you, that the rapture is real. That it's in my word to believe it. He will lead you to the truth. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, we're running out of time now. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, hallelujah. Thank you very much for listening to the program. Please continue to support this program. Hallelujah. By that, you're supporting the poor in Israel and in Africa, which we're supporting both. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, my brothers and sisters, for you that have supported us. Keep on praying for that. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. And we will continue tomorrow to talk about hallelujah. Praise Jesus. What God wants us to talk about, hallelujah. Let it be his will and not our will be done, hallelujah. So shalom, shalom, hallelujah. Thank you, my sister Jessica, for right, for typing out in the chat room. Thank you very much, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that mighty word. God will, will repay you in heaven, hallelujah. Shalom, shalom to all of you.